how we doing? Speak on it, podcast. Back in full effect, full house. Before we start with the intros, shout out to Anchor, shout out to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, however you're listening to us, watching us on YouTube, we appreciate it. Please like and subscribe, like and subscribe. I am your illustrious host, Big Mike. I got the full team. I got the fellas in the building. Fellas, what's going on? What's going on? About to act a fool on this one. (laughs) He's not kidding. Unfortunately, not kidding. The only thing, though, my only regret in life is that Mike wasn't recording when the when the final buzzer went. I'm over here. I'm over here praying we can beat the Sacramento Kings. How how the mighty have fallen. I'm doing rather well. Saturday was miserable. I was in Barclays Center for the Suns Nets game. That was not fun. And then it was also cold. So getting out back to the Grand Central (laughs) was not great. I didn't get home till like two in the morning. It was great though. Uh, But my Sunday was great, as you can see. Yeah. And then today was great, as you can see. Uh, but we'll get into that after everybody else says what's up. <laughs> well, this is how you doing? Love to see it. It's been good, man. Um, had a great weekend. I had I a great rest here, of the sorry. week. A great rest of the week after the um last week's pod. A lot has happened in sports. Um, oh my god! It's it's it's. Right, got a little oh hot in here. I apologize. Smells like oh tea spirit God. in here. But I'm ready. Best in the world. Anthony, how you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I had a good Thanksgiving. Ate a lot. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Spend it with your loved ones. Great food. Saw my Raiders win a thriller. Against the Cowboys, got that W, much needed W. We're in a three-way tie in the AFC West right now. We're right outside that playoff picture, but, you know. Outside. Uh, I believe it was my turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see what happens, Mike? See, I, I'm good now. Go to Raz. Go to Raz. Raz. Yeah, so the uh... – the Thanksgiving holiday was eventful. It was great. It was always good to see family, you know, get some good food. Uh, had a really great Sunday. Definitely uh, got a win, a needed win by the Jets. Um, elated to watch the young guys get better. They beat the Texans. You know, We know how tough that Texans team is. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they beat some really good teams. Um, and so, like, you know, we're just doing some – we're just seeing the kids grow. Um, and also, my Monday was fantastic. I mean, the Seahawks lose, so the Jets now have the fourth and fifth pick technically in the draft. I, it's just this is this is this is a good time to be a Jet fan right now. You know, like it's we're not we're looking we're not in the playoff picture right now, but you know the future so is that a bright. We're on the outside. Um, just like no, you're not. You're we're not on the, on the outside. We are on the outside. You're not. We're not getting in, but we're on you're the outside. On, no, you're on. You're you're all the way out. You're not on the outside. We're not near the the bouncer yet, but we're outside. <laughs> no, you guys aren't even in line. Man. 
we can say we can say that for the NFL because I do have a retort to that if we want to compare well, the prospects of the Las Vegas right Raiders in. and the New York Jets. Who said much right for what? We know how we kick it off. NFL <laughs> recap. Roz already touched on it. I I think it was it was a good week. It was an interesting week. Oh, um, man, let me stop. Let me stop. The playoff picture, although it's a little little bit more complicated, it is clearing up a little bit. I think the AFC, we kind of know what it is. The NFC, I don't know who's making the playoffs because the Vikings clearly don't want to make the playoffs. So no, they're in the they're in the they're in the playoffs. They're, they're, in, they're in it, but they clearly don't want it. They clearly don't want it. I think they're beating they're themselves up. They clearly don't want it. The fact that the Giants are a game out of the playoffs is all you need to know about the NFC. Yeah. The NFC I think it's like, a, it's like a game or a game and it has to separate, I believe, the, the sixth seed from like I, – I, I don't know where it goes, but it's a, it's a lot of teams separated by like one game. Chicago is two games out of the playoffs. So <laughs> they, there you go. That you go. is absolutely That's crazy. Because you got the Vikings, they have – the Vikings are five and six. They're the seventh seed. The Niners are the sixth seed. The Rams, I believe the Rams are still the fifth seed. Um, then you the have your division. Three and seven and breathing down their neck. Yep. I mean, that is. Aren't, isn't football team in contention now, too, with that win? Yet? No, they're, they're, actually, yeah. They're, they're football in the playoffs. team is looking real scary right now. Football yeah, they're in the playoffs. scary. I think they yeah. rattle three wins or something, consecutive wins, something around there. I know if the Cowboys I, I, don't get it together. The Cowboys better not mess around and give me a good Christmas. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm not they better not. Football. I'm not worried about that. They better I, not. I, I was watching the Seahawks game. The Seahawks, they're all. Seahawks are just bad. Their offense, bad off, their, offense, their offense is bad. Their defense is actually still very good. Their it's defense is not good. With the Last best, year, with the best they in the well. league. Best in well, the they're league. playing against Taylor Heineke. Boy, Anthony, you walked them right into that. Don't even get me started on this motherfucker, Jamal Adams. He goes, he he played it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He played good. Do not tell me he played good. Do not tell what? me he played good. He had Wait, one what? interception. He had one nine, interception. Nine tackles. He, okay, and then he let Antonio Gibson walk into the end zone when he was right there face-to-face with him. He made business decisions. Yes, he definitely made business decisions. Come and on. I'm loving he looked like he was Deion Sanders out moment. there in the run game. Just, Every oh, yeah. single moment. Jamal Adams is the guy who used to meet you in the hole. He used to meet you there and hit you right there. When we beat the Cowboys two years ago, there was a, the play where uh, Zeke was running right up in the, their mm-hmm. final possession of the game. You know who met him in the hole to stop the the uh, first down or touchdown? Jamal Adams. Yeah. You're not going to sit here and tell me Jamal Adams wreck Antonio Gibson's life. But he's paid it in the shade right now. He's prez. He's prez, man. And listen, but we all forget that. He, you know, Anthony. In case you forgot, he finally passed Vince Wilfork on the all-time interceptions list. <laughs> finally, and he's been in the league for how long? <laughs> Stop it! That all whole power, team is dog shit. <laughs> all power so to the Seahawks, man. I think they're doing a hell of a job. How do the Seahawks have a worse pick than us? It's all fate. Joe Douglas, Joe Daddy might Douglas, be the best GM in trading in the past three years might definitely be. Hasn't you you line up the trades, you line up the trades he's done, and I would I would argue you find a 
better set of trades in the past two years than what Joe Douglas has done. Fun fact: We then why for... can't he draft anybody? Okay, let, let his draft that. picks Great grow. Segue. You said let them segue. grow. Great them segue. Grow. Great segue. Why, why hasn't he drafted anyone? Question: Elijah Vera Tucker, is he good? Yes or no? Not really. Yeah. Not eh. really, not really. Eh. So, so eh. Elijah Vera Tucker is a Pro Bowl lineman right now. So we now call Pro Bowlers not really. Next, Elijah Moore, is he good? Yes or no? He's all right. Stop. He's all right. Hint. I already He's gave right. you guys a big hint before and told you that he was tied with the the league leaders in touchdowns by wide receiver in the past two weeks. He also was doing the past very good two weeks. against this Texas. How many weeks yes. of football have we played? So. How many touchdowns does Henry Ruggs have? What? <laughs> okay. Henry Ruggs is about to have more years in prison than touchdowns on the year. Oh, my God. All right, all right. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Oh, oh, wow. All right, all right. So, 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 yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, let's continue, right? Ashton Davis is actually doing pretty darn good. What? That's, and he's a safety that basically was a walk-on in Cal. Right, the walk on in Cal. Okay, is he better than Jamal Adams? Is is back? Everybody's better than Jamal Adams right now. You know, like again, like I said, you love to hate that man. You got this draft, Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Michael Carter is is nasty and a really good runner. Terrible, he got injured, but also the Michael Carter, the cornerback, is also pretty darn good too. Bryce Hall. All these guys are like third, fourth. AVT is the first. Elijah Moore is the second. But Michael Carter is like a third round pick. You know what I'm saying? Like fourth round. Literally, I think um, Ashton Davis is a third round pick. Yep. Bryce Hall is a fifth round pick. Michael Carter is like a fourth round pick. Sixth round pick. Sixth round pick. Like all these, all these guys. My apologies. All these guys are what you expect the GM to make his like what he puts his hat on. It's supposed to be the draft, right? Okay. If you're getting starters from the third round down, that is li- – I don't know what else you can ask for a GM out of a draft. He's only that the first tra- trouble. That's what that is. That is trouble. <laughs> How's that Your trouble? third and fourth and fifth round picks shouldn't be starting. Okay, but question, question. I don't know. Question, 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 question. Fair question, right? What pick, right? What pick was your man, the All Pro safety, fired on your team? No, on your team. Fired. Fired Fired. on your team. I believe he's a third. So, are you telling me? Are you telling me that's a bad thing? Are you telling me that's a bad thing? It's a great thing. But why is it a bad thing when the Jets do it? Doesn't make sense. Jet, because he's not the best player on our defense, and he's not expected to be. Wait, I would argue that he is the best player in your defense. Who else is better than him? He might be. He might be. <laughs> so, is that a bad thing or is it a good thing? But you're talking about one player compared to you just rolled off five players that Mike, the Jets Mike, have drafted in what the. What you're late. saying doesn't what, make sense. What about you're your early that- round picks? He's also good. Wait, hold on, hold on. Elijah Vera Tucker is a Pro Bowl lineman. How is is that bad? How did he miss on his early round picks? He's only had two drafts. 
How is and that? The, the, his first draft pick was Makai Becton, <coughs> who I'm, is I'm one so of the better young left tackles. I'm so confused. And then he has Denzel Mims, who just we just can't play him, but when he plays, he's great. So I mean, his, listen, his his first two round picks have been good. Denzel Mims, really? Denzel's so. all right. But like and I said, how is, how is getting starters in the third, fourth, and <laughs> sixth round? So what you're bad? telling me is that, that he's bad? got a bunch of hits on yes. his picks. He does have misses. Yes, so far, he, yes, does he does have misses. I'll give but you that. Explain you have, to me how I'll name you third misses. round picks, fourth round picks, fifth round picks, sixth round picks, undrafted free agents, by the way. How getting starters, NFL quality starters out of those picks is a bad thing. That because means that they y'all have – how are they NFL quality starters when y'all have three wins? That's the point. Y'all have what three are you talking wins. About, ding, 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 you are not NFL caliber starters. But you lost to it. You lost to it at the time. What? Zero team one? Like a, a zero team? Like they had no wins when they played you guys. Is that correct? <laughs> Here's, so, what, I mean, I'll what, Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about it? this whole it's situation. Either the ti- listen, listen. It's either the <laughs> you, Titans don't have any the good players, didn't have or they lost to the, players who aren't good. It's either one of those. The best running back in football and an offensive lineman all got hurt in that game. No, Derrick Henry played against. The, we watched that game. Derrick Henry played until the end. He was not injured. Uh, you think they could have used him in overtime? Maybe. He wasn't Maybe. injured. They didn't play him. That's not his fault. He wasn't injured against the Jets. They're can't right, play the whole entire play game. Overtime. Here's what I'll say about this whole situation. Not right? They're starters on our team, but the reason we're three and whatever is because we three don't have veterans three on eight. defense. Three That's eight. what it is. We don't they're they're wait, starting wait. because we don't have the veteran leadership to do it. <sighs> as far oh as Hamza Nazral Dean and Jamie and Sherwood, those guys and Michael Carter is good is doing good. Bryce Hall is doing good. Michael Carter Mekhi, is doing good. Mike MC Deuce is doing good too. But there are misses. You have your James Morgans, your LaMichael P. Rhines, Correct. your Correct. your uh Brandon Eccles. Like there are guys who aren't good, Trash. but Trash. To, he Trash. sucks. I hate him. But he's a six round pick, though. Exactly, but he's Trash. starting. If but, we had a, so, a random vet, he'd be he'd be playing over Eccles, right? That's what I'm trying to say is, like, they have a bunch of rookies, and some of those rookies are playing good. Yes. And now they don't have to pay the same amount of money that they would have to pay a first-round pick to produce in the NFL quality level that they have for a six-round pick. It's just literally, like, those things are like lottery tickets, and you hit on a lottery ticket. Do you think the Steelers are, like, saying to themselves after Antonio Brown catches a game, a, a Super Bowl winning game, game winning touchdown. They're saying to themselves, well, man, we, we must be very terrible because we only drafted him in the sixth round. We should just take him off the field. Do you think the bruh. Patriots draft? Does that well? make sense? Does that make bruh. sense? Bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah, Do the yeah, Patriots yeah. say to themselves, yeah. oh, man, we should have never bruh. started Tom Brady because he was a sixth round. The Patriots draft defensively very well. The Patriots do they actually draft well on offense. Do you it's think they actually well. draft well on defense? Yes, I, I know, Dylan. They went and spent $8 billion on defense this year. Because they haven't had a a, 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 a a Pro Bowl defensive player drafted in over 10 years. So tell me again how they draft well. I don't think it's a fair assumption to say Joe Douglas has draft well when his two draft classes he has has more <laughs> hits than misses. And he's still trying to get his guy in, and he has to still deal with all the cap casualties of McCagney. 
Big Mac. So by that logic, then, so how long are you give? So this team should be turned around in what? Two years? Two years? Three years? Another two, two years? years yeah. Two years? I said three. I said three. They'll be definitely contending in another two. So years. wait. So wait, 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 you got the Dolphins who've been trending upward and continue to. Where are the Jets in this conversation? Our, in two years, you're going to see the AFC East looking a lot like the, the Jets NFC are West. starting the most rookies by any team in the NFL. Okay, you're going to see the, the Jets AFC are on pace right now to start to, to have the amount of minutes that the rookies have. It's historical. They're on pace okay. for making a historical thing. No okay. other team in the history of the NFL has started as many rookies as the Jets. So when you ask the question where are the Jets going, the Jets are starting the most rookies. Ever and those rookies are getting experience and those rookies are getting better. Okay. There's no other excuse for any other team in the NFL who's terrible right now, besides the fact that they're just terrible. The Jets are terrible because more than half of the team has never played football in the NFL. What's the excuse for the Bears? What's the excuse for the Dolphins? What's the excuse for the the Bears? Is the Bears have a horrible coach? Mm -hmm. They're a talented team who has a terrible coach. We have a coach who's never coached as an NFL head coach before, and we have players who've never even stepped foot on an NFL football field until this year. What is the Seahawks' reason for being terrible? Russell Wilson's decline. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's decline. Russell Wilson played. Oh, they Russell's played better with Geno Smith at quarterback mm, than Russell Wilson okay. this year. Right. That's gotcha. not saying much. Gotcha. That's not saying much. The trending Dolphins. What is their excuse for being terrible? They're not terrible now. How are they not know. terrible? They're not terrible now, dude. They won three straight. How is that terrible? What's their record? They suck. They're they're five and six. Oh, okay. They suck. They suck. Man. We were just oh. talking about how the Giants and everybody were bad and and everybody and stuff like that, but somehow the five and six Dolphins. Are an up and coming great team. How's that? I, just, I didn't say. I didn't say great. How are they good team? Error. How are they Michael good team Leib at five error. and six? What was that? How are they a good team at five and six? How? how I said. I said microwave error. That's what I said. I said they were trending upward. I didn't say they were a good team. So I mean, like again, like they're trending upward, but like that's every other team that's won about one or two games right now. They're, they're all, okay. Their record is terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. Five and six right now in this season is getting you into the playoffs. In the but AFC, that's because everyone has been. That's because everyone's been not in the AFC. Terrible. In the NFC, no, not, yeah, no, 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 not not in the AFC. But they're not too far behind when you look at the playoff standings. The Dolphins don't have a chance. They have no chance at all. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, all. if the five and six, I disagree with that. Chance of the playoff. That's a, that's in, that's more. They have a chance of like what, this, Anthony? Of no, I, I, I know, I know, I know. The Panthers aren't the class of the NFC, but. The way the Dolphins, the Panthers them. have a chance in the conference. The Dolphins don't. The Dolphins are finished. What? No, I'm no. Wait, wait, no one's saying the Dolphins are gonna win the East. They're not. They no, no but making the playoffs, the Dolphins won't make a run for the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs either. So this but is the best case scenario for the Dolphins. They you can't, the, you can't ignore three straight wins. Like, yes, you they, can. They yes, you can. Yes, you can. If they're terrible, yes, you can. They have no chance. There's two teams in their division. They ha- that. Won't be losing anytime soon. There's two. There's almost three teams in the north. What do you mean? They're playing each other next Monday. Exactly. The and the Patriots are going to end up winning out and making the playoffs. There's are two teams the in that division. Winning, you said winning out. 
winning out the rest of their games and making the playoffs. The Dolphins won't. The Bills will win out and make the playoffs. Are the Dolphins being the Bills? In the North. That are good, that can make you said playoffs. the Bills are going to win out. So the Bills, you know, the Bills still have to go to Tampa Bay, right? They're you do win know that. Game? You do know that two teams in division can make the playoffs, right? You do know that three teams in division. Can no, make but the you're playoffs, talking about right? winning out, though. I'm t- winning nah. out to make the playoffs. Yes. If you don't think the Bills are going to end up winning the division and make it to the playoffs, you're crazy. If you think no, they'll the make the playoffs, but it's not a lot for them to win the division. Winning it's out, be tough. It's going to be tough, especially after that loss. Making it to the playoffs. Okay. Two teams in the division who will win out and make it to the playoffs. You have up to three teams in the North who can make the playoffs. You have four teams in the West who can make the playoffs. And then you have one or two teams in the South that can make the that will win out and make the playoffs. Listen, where Anthony, do the Dolphins I, I have finish the, out? I have the Patriots schedule right here. The Patriots play Buffalo next. Yep. Then they play the Colts. Okay. Then wait, they play wait, Buffalo what? again. Tough game. Then they play Jacksonville and the Dolphins. Uh, they got two games. They got two games against Buffalo. They're they're lo- they're losing at least one of those games. They they, they may split, but Buffalo just they're lost Trey split. White. And that's oh yeah, happened. Buffalo did just w- lose um Tre'Davious White. Yes. Oh damn, I forgot about that. That's gonna so suck. Buffalo is gonna struggle a little bit. Tough sledding. Tough sledding. But, he's, he's he's out for the year, right? Tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn, that's going to hurt them. Yeah, it's going to be tough because the AFC is – the all they do is just throw bullets. Mike, what's the Bills' remaining schedule? Buffalo's remaining schedule is the Patriots, then Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, then Ooh. the Panthers, yeah. then the Patriots, then the uh, Falcons, then the Jets. Ugh. Oh, no, they're going to they, – they have a favorable schedule. They'll, win. they'll, they'll destroy they'll, the they'll last win. two games, but the next they'll, they'll get three games like three. are – They'll win three games out of that, at least. Yeah. At least. Could win four. <laughs> Could win four. So, like, there, I don't think there's a world where the Dolphins end up making the playoffs, especially with the with the AFC West being what the AFC What's West What's the Dolphins' is. remaining schedule? The Dol- they have to play the Jets uh, one more time. They have to play the Patriots one more time. I think they have to play the Bills one more time. No, they, they, they right play the Bills both times. No, they played the Bills both times. The Dolphins' remaining Oh, I lost it. I know they got the Giants at home next week. So they got the Jets, Dolphins' Pats, remaining Giants. schedule is Dolph is Dolphins. Uh, they have the Jets, the Saints, the Patriots. And that That's, Dolphins team uh, is so hit or miss. They could Giants and Titans. Giants they can literally Titans. lose all of those games because of how inconsistent they literally they could. could lose all of those. They could. Games. Jets played them tough. Just Am I the only one who's seen the Dolphins the past three games? Yes. They barely beat us. Whatever Dolphins team you're seeing, absolutely. <laughs> I think I think you're living off of that them beating the Ravens on a Thursday night and taking that as they've turned the corner. Yes. yes. Just like, just like the Jets beating the Titans. Wait, 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 hold on. Wait. No good. But, but hold on. Jacksonville wait. Game. They wait, they dominated the Panthers last year. They I saw the whole game. They dominated them. They got their next Cam team. Newton's not good. Good. Panthers aren't a good team. Oh uh, no! I listen. That Cam Newton. I don't even want to talk about that. That game made me. His team Panthers aren't a good team. Cam's not a good football. Hold on. Look at the next two weeks. The Giants and Jets at home. The next two weeks. They can lose you both can, of those. They games. can lose and win both of those. They could win both That's of those and they could lose both of those. 
They could. That's a toss. They go to New Orleans, and we all know how New Orleans has been playing this week. Well, this Taysom week. Hill's playing uh, now. Is Taysom so, Hill playing now? Taysom Hill's playing now. To me. Well, it's yeah, that's, not that's, as that's a quarterback, not, that's not but much, his ability to run is going to fuck up. Okay, but hold on. Okay, after Titans, if the Titans are still bend up the way they are now, I can't pencil in Tennessee. Are you saying the Titans are going to lose to the Dolphins? If they're still banged say up it. the way they are, say now, it. Please, say please, it. Please, please put it on record. Put say it on it. record. Say it. Whoa, whoa. If the Titans are still banged up the way they are now, they're not beating the Dolphins. Get him going. Get him going. Say they're going to lose the Dolphins. Mike, you can't say that's an outrageous assumption. Assessment. It is. You can't say that. You mean if we don't have our running back, our first receiver, second receiver, third receiver, then well, you know, Derek, you know, well, you know, Henry's not going to play. No, that'll be right around the time. It'll be right around the time, but he's not going to play uh, right now. AJ it's Brown, they said he's, they said AJ, they said AJ Brown still missing at least another two games. They said Julio Jones might come back after the bye. They said might. So you guys signed Golden Tate, you know, to give you guys some receiver help. Right? I love Golden Tate. That's so a good signing. That's a great signing. Golden Here's Tate's the thing. my guy. But, you're saying you believe in but Tua? Still. What? Tua is the Dolphins are going to believe in right Tua. That's the key right there, Ross. When you believe in Tua, oh, there's no way they win those games if you don't believe in Tua. I'm not using words like great and I believe in this team. I'm just saying, like, these guys have reeled off three impressive victories, and Tua's been playing very well. That's not a – that's not a Three impressive victories. So you believe the most the impressive Dol- victory they have Baltimore. For the Dolphins. You got to understand. We're talking about the Dolphins here. If the here. Jets are an impressive vi- victory, I don't know what the hell. I'm done. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? That's an impressive victory? The Jets? Is that what we're doing? We're the Ravens was the best one, and Tua played absolutely terrible. We're going to poop on the Jets every chance we get, but now they're an impressive victory. Suck me. Suck me. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on with that. That's a perfect segue. If they make the playoffs, I want an apology from Yakri. I want an apology from Yakri. I want a sticker bar. Do you hear that, Miami? They're not making the I like that the the non Jets fan can say that because if the Jets fans say it, we're haters. So good. Yep. You guys, you guys are haters. Y'all both haters. So that AFC as we look. Playoffs is so juicy. Those are some juicy matchups. The AFC playoffs look very good. Oh this man, game. that's musty team. Well, the uh, NFC besides the bottom game at, at uh, Green Bay and Washington, those are all great games too. No, that Green Bay Washington game. I don't care oh, about that. That Tampa Bay San Francisco game might be a little iffy, though. They're gonna chew That's a good up. game. That's a nah, good no, game. it's not. No, it's not. San Francisco versus only good Tampa game Bay. On the NFC side is the Cowboys and the Rams because that. Yeah, that's will it. Be a fun game. Nah, I like the that Tampa Bay Niners Tampa game. Is going to be a defensive masterclass. No, Give me that man, into my no. veins. No, I, I, I think I think the best game out of that whole out of both conferences is that Chiefs and Bengals. Oh, that Chiefs and Bengals game, that Titans and Bills game, if they're that all Titans, healthy, that's a sick game. Right game. Yeah. All three of those games are actually pretty sick because Herbert might try to get some revenge <laughs> against that game they played against the Patriots, which really kind of like people soured on him um, because he had a really bad game that game. So I feel like he's going to come for that revenge game. 
all three of those matchups are must-see TV. I Remember mean, when like, Anthony said the Bengals weren't for real? Because they lost. Yeah, the That's why. I, I do remember. <laughs> I also remember him saying that the Raiders were in the playoffs. With two AFC West teams in there right now. Is it week 18? I don't see the black and silver. Is it week 18? Is it week 18? Guys, answer that question. Is it week 18? Yo, is your head healed yet from that Molly Whopper that the Bengals Is it week 18? Is it week 18, guys? Is anybody going to answer that question right now? I asked a simple question. Thank you. Thank you, Raz. Thank you. All right, no, moving on, moving on. It's a hard, it's a hard A. Right now, moving we're on, talking guys. about the Jets being in the line outside of the club. Bummy, 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 bummy Jets. And the bouncer is sitting there like, hey, yo, you're not getting in yet. Y'all got to chill out. And then you know they're telling the Jets? Well, well, I'm a bouncer, dude, so what are you trying to say? They're telling the Jets that, hey, listen, man, yo, you can't get in here with that card, man. You got to be 21. Because all the they're all playing nothing but kids in that place. They they not letting them in the. Wait, can you pop up that card. playoff screen one more time, just real quick? They're telling the Jets we got fake IDs, and they're just sitting. They're okay, so they're like, nah. So, we're all set. Right now. So now that we've come to the by so now so now that we've come to the conclusion that it's not week eighteen, I can look at this AFC side <laughs> and I can, I can honestly say, the Chargers will not be there by week eighteen. We will be there in front of the Chargers. In front of the Chargers? Yes. Um, yes, we will. We, it, we will be it, there. It, yeah. I don't know about that. I'm not going to say that. Dylan, lock it in. Lock and it in. Listen, listen. That, that, that <laughs> Colts team, that Colts team was surging, too. They're, they're yeah, upwardly surging to an L. Trending nah. where? That coast, that coast team is really like they're finally playing up to their talent. Yeah, Carson Wentz is still throwing game breaking interceptions. That's so true. We're, so we're, is Matthew Stafford. So is Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is throwing some back breaking pick sixes, and no one's talking about the Rams and how how the mighty have fallen on that. Well, way. well, the Rams are still in a comfortable playoff position, even after three straight losses. And just like any other super team, we gotta give them a couple weeks to to get, figure it out. Who the Rams play this week anyway? That's a good question. I don't know. I'll pull it up for you right now, okay. sir. The Rams. Uh, where are they? More talk. Oh, they got the Jaguars at home. That is a win. That'll be a good game for Matt Stafford to get his shit together. Yeah, and what until they have to go to Arizona the next week. Yeah, that's not great. That's that's so Tyler I feel so bad. They have the Seahawks, the Vike, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Niners. So they have a tough schedule. Yeah, they do. Speaking of the Ravens, yeah. I I'm a little I don't I hate to say I'm iffy with the Ravens, but I'm a little iffy with the Ravens. At least recently. I have not I have not been too crazy with their offensive outputs these past couple weeks. You don't gotta tell me yeah. that I got Lamar Jackson fantasy. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks. I single handedly <laughs> lost three I mean, weeks in a row because Lamar Jackson is either not playing or putting up eleven points. I don't you know bum, what's going on. You bum, Lamar. <laughs> Like, like they, the Browns literally picked them off four damn times. I was, oh my god! 
Like, how bad do the Browns have to be that they literally had four interceptions for the half? And did and nothing with any of those lost. turnovers. Did absolutely nothing. Yeah, Baker Baker's Baker's bad, is, I don't understand. Baker's bad, I don't understand. Yeah, he's playing with a bum shoulder. He's playing with a bum shoulder. He's, he's, he's literally the shoulder. I, you just, could tell he's compromised. You can, he's you can look at him and tell he's compromised. And I don't understand why they won't put him on the bench. Like, well, well, you're hurting well, us more than you're helping us. Well, well, this is my moniker across all sports. If you're too injured, don't hurt the team. If you're on the court, if you're on the field, you're going to play. You're saying, hey, listen, I'm trying to play up to my standards. But you, 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 you got to understand. Warriors, man. It's a contract for Warriors. Baker, though. So he's going to want to stay in there. He's going to get yeah, franchise he's hurting himself more than There's a reason they didn't sign him exactly. to begin with. There's no has, drama here. They're going to hit him with the franchise tag. Like He hasn't no played drama. great his whole career. He had a good playoff run last year. Good for him. But he's never been unbelievable. He's Every other quarterback he's in that division besides him and Donald have gotten their their contracts. And there's a reason. If Baker wants to give himself a best chance, he shouldn't play. If you're hurt, don't play. If you Because if you're going to play, you have zero excuse. But who's the backup? I have no idea. I think it's like, is it, is it, um, oh is it my Cole gosh, McCoy? what is his name? No, Cole no, it's not Cole. Arizona. No, he's the, he's Arizona. no he's it's, Arizona. um, it's somebody similar. I forgot his name. Is it, um, the guy from Minnesota? He was there for Minnesota for Case a while. Keenum? Um, Case is it Keenum? Case I think Keenum? Yeah, it is. Case Keenum. Yeah. I think Keenum. Yeah. 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 Case I hate Keenum's it. not bad. I've always Keenum's hated the injury bad. excuse because if you're injured, don't play. Yeah. That's as fair as you're going to get. He's trying to get do you have? Do you agree with the saying? If you're injured, you're a bum. No. <laughs> no. Let's not start but this. You, but if no, you are no, injured, no, 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 no. But if you are injured and you knowingly hurt the team and 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 actually do bad, and your excuse is, "Well, I'm injured," then you should not be playing. So yeah, Baker's really hurt. He shouldn't be playing. But it's not gonna. <laughs> It's not going to stop it. him from getting his contract because he was never getting a contract. He's going to get franchise well, tag, and then they're going to let him go. Well, I mean, well, his thing. The Browns, they finally, damn, they finally have their buy. Wow, they just had a buy. All right, they're, yeah. they're having their buy next week. And then they play the Ravens again, apparently. Yeah, they play the Ravens yep. again. They play us. They have, which is essentially a playoff game for them. They have to win that game. They have to. Because they, they absolutely have to win that game. They're single-handedly the most disappointing team in football. All the talent that they have on the defensive side, all the talent that they have on the offensive side, they have a great offensive line. Like, great running back. They have everything ready for you them. Got, to, even if you, you got Miles freaking Garrett. Even when you have these injuries, you have a next man up who's still good. Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett, uh, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, like – uh, Sheldon Richardson, they have a good defense, and their defense is terrible. Quarterback stirs his drink, man. Quarterback makes it all go. Well, we we all going to be in front of our Christmas trees watching the Browns plays. Yeah, man. Already got my <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mr. Oh, Producer clearly is telling us that we need to move on, and uh, we see him. That was and we that have was, that as uh, our like our wrap this up music all the time. This one picture of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like we're at the Oscar. Just wrap it up, B. Wrap that shit up. <laughs> but it's a great segue because 
That's a bad man right there, and they are still winning. My question for the panel, can we all know the drama that Aaron Rodgers went through earlier this year. Don't have to go through it. Can he still win the MVP? Do we think he can he win the MVP? Does he deserve to win the MVP? Is, Media forgot they, about it real quick. Yeah, well, I, I think we I think honestly, I think he's just running away with it at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. The media forgot about it. I didn't. I didn't think he would have a chance at winning it because of the media backlash they may get. But it looks like everybody in the world forgot about it already. Yeah. No, like there's no, there's no they're, way this award they're, isn't they're, his they're, at this point. They're they're the class of the NFC, pretty much. The only reason why they're not number one is because again, you know, they played one more game than Arizona. Their Packers are nine and three. Arizona's nine and two. You know, realistically, they're the class of the NFC. Then you could put Arizona number two, but realistically, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. <laughs> I mean, the, he's a bad man. I mean, it's a, it's, <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he wants to do, no matter how messed up it is. Like, the only thing I see slowing them down is if Aaron Rodgers' broken toe actually like gets bad. Don't they call it the COVID toe or something like that? I, Hey, that's, yes, that's what they're calling I, it. That's, that's sensitive. I don't know how accurate it is. I don't know the picture of his foot because I don't care to see it. But uh, well, it's I, the only I, thing I can think that can slow him down is that. I think. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's still Brady slightly ahead, and I think it's Rogers very close second. And surprisingly, after this past week. I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen because he definitely showed me something. He out there is throwing darts, throwing bullets, and the Bills are winning. And then I know they had a tough loss in that game, but they still won that game. And the Bills um, the Bills definitely showed showed some moxie in that game um, to basically remind everybody not to forget them. But I still think what Tom is doing, his stats, you know, the guy being like, what is he now, 44, 45. 44. Jeez, man, as much as I'm a Jet fan, I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, he's doing it in Tampa Bay, man. I hate that you know, before. say whatever you want, man. He's still slinging it like the best of them. And I think if Aaron Rodgers and those and those Packers run the table, Pause. or he or he has some, <laughs> um, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If if Aaron Rodgers, um, yeah, Raz, clean uh, your language up, man. If he if he runs the table, I think they um. I think he wins, uh, COVID or not, COVID scandal. Um, but I think if Brady and them end up winning that division, it's going to be tough for them to not give it to Tom Brady. It's going to be a close finish. Does it ever so you feel think whoever gets the, the one seed in the NFC is going to be the one? Yeah, I think so. And I think it's going to come down to that, I think. And that's what the, the voters are going to look at. They're going to say, okay, these guys are both doing great. Their teams are both doing great. They both overcame a lot. Um, Tampa Bay had a little fall down swing. They took a huge valley. There were questions as to, oh, are these guys like not as good as we thought they were? And then they came back and they had a great win last week. Um, that Giants, that Giants win seemed to kind of have woken them up, but um, we'll see because again, Kyler Murray's coming back, and that Arizona team when he was there just was like blitzing the entire league. So we'll see how that works out, you know, you know, and how Arizona lurks and kind of muddies the waters. But I think it's Tom Brady one for me 
Rodgers too. And you, you, you look at the Packers' remaining schedule. I mean, they have their bye week. They have five games left of their five. Three of them are at home. And then one of their road games is at Detroit. So I really am thinking that the Packers will take this one seed. You know, not saying they're winning the Super Bowl, but I'm just saying I really am confident the Packers will take this one seed. At yeah, the very I, least. Uh, what worries about me is the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Every every time that's that's what that's that's why I said I'm not penciling them in for a Super Bowl. Yeah, because at the end of the day, all roads lead through Tampa, regardless if it's in Tampa. Yeah. Oh, like if it's Tampa and Green Bay again, man. That's why that toll thing it it frustrates me because I feel like it's not something that'll just heal by itself. And he said it's a little worse than turf toe, and turf toe is awful. So like. It just it just rubs me the wrong way that even if he soldiers through this season, we're going to see a, a slightly like hampered Aaron Rodgers against possibly a Tom Brady, and I, and we all deserve as NFL fans to see them both at this juncture at their best because I think Rodgers is a really bad is a bad man, man. Like you saw, he's, the bye week came at the perfect man, time. Man. The bye week came at the perfect time, and if they get that one yeah. seed, they'll have another bye week. So. Yeah, That's man. What they're done for. Yeah, just looking for a good matchup. So I, I, I really a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, man. Definitely. Yeah. So. Nobody wants to see the Chargers in the playoffs, though. Like, we, we don't need that. You, you just take the Chargers out, put the Raiders there. Perfect playoffs. See Justin Herbert get busy in the playoffs. We love that. Yeah, like he got busy last week no. against Denver. You don't want to see the Chargers in the playoffs because that means your <laughs> Raiders are not there. <laughs> I would have no problem with the Chargers being in the playoffs because the Chargers are a good team. If the Raiders don't make the playoffs, I'm going to be unbearable. <laughs> I know Un- you will. Terrible. Because and, it'll and be that, how and many we, straight years and where that the Raiders week, go. And, and that week we get and then out. <laughs> and that week we get eliminated from playoff contention. I won't be on the podcast. I'll review you in the group chat. I don't need to be in the pod, and then I'll record it all. I'll record it all. This great rant. The best part about you not being on here when the Raiders don't make it is I won't get any rebuttals. <laughs> It'll be real quiet. It'll be real quiet for you guys to be in football purgatory I'll do, for like do this, some this extra years. Driving for another couple hours, man. I'll be like, nah, I can't show football up. Football purgatory <laughs> is an amazing place, isn't it? <laughs> so we have we have, we have a new segment alert, fellas. We're gonna try something new. This is we're gonna try something new here because. Anyone who's watching this podcast knows that we're all pretty long-winded. So we're going to try a rapid-fire segment called Good Story, Good Team. I'm going to name a team. You tell me, is that team just a good story? Or is that team actually a good team? Do we do we understand? Do we do we know what rapid fire means? You get a little yes. quick 20, 30 seconds to explain, but we're gonna try and get this popping. This this segment is actually going to cross over two times tonight because we're also gonna do this for basketball. We're gonna do football right now, and we're gonna start out actually with the New England Patriots. Dylan, good story, good team. Uh I think they're a good team. I do. I don't think they're just like they're just a good story because the Mac Jones thing and and Belichick without Brady, blah, blah. No, they're actually a good team. They spent money on their defense because they don't have the quarterback money on their books. They're out there to compete. They're out there to play. Will Mac Jones be 
this this quarterback who's completing checkdowns like Tom Brady in the playoffs. We'll see, but they're gonna they're gonna compete if they make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but they're a good team. Ross, good team. Um, defense is playing out of their mind. Um, offense, Mac Jones is is managing the game very well. Um, you know, you have the typical Josh McDaniels offensive scheme. He's playing that to the T. Belichick is still there. He's coaching. Um, he's coaching them very well, specifically in his forte, which is the defense, which is carrying the team and loves offense to do a lot of crazier things. It can be a lot more daring. So definitely um, good team. Anthony. Good team. Definitely good team. Um, Mac Jones is playing some very efficient football, taking care of the ball. Completion percentage is very good. Um, and again, Bill Belichick is doing what he does best, which is terrorizing the crap out of the opposing team's quarterback. So definitely a good team. Not they're gonna they're gonna go. They're gonna go this year. They're gonna make some noise in the postseason. Uh I'm gonna say good team only by default. I don't think that their offense is very good at all. But Bill Belichick is a wizard at, on defense. Their defense is for real. I don't think their defense is gonna be able to carry them very far when they run into these high powered AFC offenses. But for the fact that I'm pretty sure that they're going to sneak into the playoffs, I have to call them a good team. Uh, we're going to move right on. Next team. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't get a chance to pick? No, no. Because <laughs> you're a Patriot. You were a Patriots fan. You're biased. You get no opinion. So I'm still <laughs> Wait, you don't watch the Not NFL? I don't. But I want to say shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy, French. He wanted to make no, sure y'all. No, French gets gave. no shout outs. Yeah. French gets no shout outs. He wanted to make sure y'all gave his Patriots their flowers. So That's shout why out to his team first. You That's make sure I, you first. you make sure you tell French I said fuck the Patriots. <laughs> hey hey, language <laughs> language. I don't care. I edit this thing. <laughs> Second team, Raj, you're up. Washington football team, good story, good team. <laughs> Oh man, I wish there was another option, but uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say um, how this game works. You gotta pick. I'm gonna team. say I'm gonna say good story. Um, I don't go. think Washington's gonna do anything worthwhile. I think because of they be because of them being the NFC least, I call them. Um, they just by default just you know they just they're in the, in the thick of things, and and I feel like they're not a challenge to anyone seriously in the NFC. So. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say good story in the end of the day. Anthony. Neither. I mean, they're not a good team. I mean, they're painfully mediocre. Um, Their defense is historically bad. Their offense is okay at times. But then again, I have to kind of watch my words because we play them next week. But for right now, neither. Got to pick so that that means you're picking good story. Okay, Dylan, good story. Good Anthony, team. Give, Anthony, give them bulletin bulletin board material so they could whoop that ass. And I think it's <laughs> ironic that the Raiders are calling anybody mediocre. Uh, uh, I I want to so if right now technically they're a good story, but if we're talking about their roster altogether, if they're not injured, I think they're a good team. 
because they have a really good defensive front with Chase Young and all those guys there. And if you get Fitzmagic in the mix, they can cause some problems. But as of right now, as currently They already have Fitzmagic. It's called Heineke. <laughs> yeah, so we're not. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're, they're a fun team, and I like football team a lot. Ron Rivera is one of my favorite people in football. I agree. And I root for Ron Rivera every chance I get because I think he's an unbelievable person and a really good coach. He's a leader of Absolutely. men, and that's somebody I can get behind and somebody who's come through and had his issues with cancer and beating that is a great story. That's where I'll say is a good story for him being as good of a coach he is with this group of people, especially with Tanner Hyde, can't quarterback. But, no, they're not They're not really good at football, and they're. it's also really not a good story, but I'll say good story because of <laughs> Ron Rivera. <laughs> Oh, Breeze, you, you want to jump in on this one? <laughs> What's the question? Uh, <laughs> Washington football team. Good story, good team. You don't know what to say. Good story. He knows nothing. <laughs> also, Ron Rivera is Puerto Rican, so shout out to my guy. Thank you, sir, for representing us Boricuas out there. You also Boricua, Puerto Rican. You, hey. Yes. <laughs> you went with the with the yes. slight comeback today. Yeah, I'm wolfing, bro. I need a haircut. But like, this is the first time I think any of y'all see me with hair. I, I really no, like I've hair. never seen you with a comb back of your hair though. I was like, it gets nasty. <laughs> it gets pretty nasty. Sometimes when my but, hair's down, I look like D Will a little bit. Especially with oh the beard, <laughs> but All no, right. let's let's not. <laughs> my answer to you, Mike, is good story. Why? Good, you don't like their good colors? No, uh, nah, they have. I actually like the orange and yellow. I, I look. I do like that contrast. It's maroon, maroon, and yellow. I do like that contrast. But um, I mean, it's the same. It's the same as the Cavaliers. It's good contrast, but um. But the uh, good story of that team, because I don't see them being really good enough to do anything. Plus, with all the backstory with the name and the coaching and all that stuff that's following them. Good story. But that's me giving my insight from not watching. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, we were. Yeah, that's good good job. Yes. (laughs) We were going to do the Chargers, but I already know what Anthony's going to say. Okay, and I so, <laughs> the rest of us were going to say good team for the Chargers. And as James is so, obviously, he's ready to talk. So we're going to move right on into NBA talk <clears throat> and let Dylan have his 25 seconds. Oh, God. I'm just recording the next. It's- it's longer than 25 seconds, Mike. Uh, I'm about to go over on a BS call, but that's not that's neither here or there. Uh, here we go. Here's the Nick fan bias coming out to say that it was BS when okay. it was a clear foul. 21 uh, games to the season. That don't mean nothing for rivalry games. Even James is on my side on that one. Rivalry <laughs> games is different. It is right. different. It's different. That was for the pride right. of New York. If, if we would have won, he would have had to hear it. I would have had to hear it, but I didn't. 
So I haven't it's taken a look at Twitter or anything like thing. that. I hope Nets Twitter is shooting bing bongs <laughs> out. Out of out of everywhere, right from the hip. Bing, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, Dylan, bing bong, bing bong. Thank you. I hope I oh, I hope it keeps. Oh, this is gonna be great because last year y'all didn't win shit. This year, rivalry team. game don't matter. We, there's three more. Great, three more. And you're lose those three too. Remember, remember when when the Knicks won? I ain't giving you that shit. I remember when the Knicks won, like game one of the season against the Celtics, and they're going out, and that one guy comes out like, "Hey, KD, don't, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Nope, no, he doesn't. James Harden came to play today after getting booed out of the building on Saturday against the Suns. Balled out. Everybody came to play. Julius Randle can't go right. We all know what's gonna happen. We all know what happens, and y'all couldn't couldn't close it out. Evan Fournier made a big shot, but defense collapsed. What what did, what was Ross saying before the podcast happened? That the, the Knicks starting lineup is one of the worst defensive plus minuses in, in basketball. It showed. I I know, I know, that this this is pretty much a Knicks podcast. With how often I get railroaded over when when this guy said that the Knicks and the Warriors were on a collision course for the NBA which Finals, which they still are, which and you still can't are. even beat us. You can't beat us. Sixty games Suck left. Me. Sixty games left. You can't even beat us. You haven't beaten us in two years. We played now, four times this year. We lost the all-time record. Knicks versus Nets was one hundred and one to one hundred and one going in tonight. That's why it I counts. I yeah. sent you that this morning to it set don't the count. table. I we got, three more. The we got table. three more dates with you. Three and more. guess what? And two of them are in New York. It is now 102 to 101 in the favor of the former New York Nets. We got New Jersey Nets, Brooklyn Nets. We got three more games with you. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's a Nets world and y'all are living in it. Hold it. Hold that can I, L. Can I throw up now? Throw up. Let the world see it. Let him see it because the inferiority of the New York Knicks is coming out in that puke. Do it. That's cleansing your body of all the toxins that you've, you've somehow brainwashed yourself into believing. Hold this L. Hold it. And, and James, clip this. This is clip, clip all of this. This is what needs to happen. No fair weather fanery no, here. We better not lose the next three times. I can't go through this three more times. Bing, bing, bong. I can't go through this three more times. We we need at least. Win. Remember the one guy who's like <laughs> all that. Fuck your life. Bing, bing, bong. Terrific. And we will just. That was epic. That was epic. That was well. That was highly satisfying. Clip it. And I, I will just continue my misery, and I will let Roz have the floor and oh, talk God. about the Lakers and like why everything wrong the with world. the Lakers is LeBron's fault. So, Roz, it just, you know, everything. Okay, everything can, can, we, can we introduce Roz a little better than that? I, I'm not crazy about that. He's really going to give us some good insight on the Lakers and LeBron right now. I would appreciate if we kind of introduce If you're a problem Knicks fan, you stop talking. Hey. <laughs> Can we give Roz the table? Come on now. Let, let's be respectful. You're such a hater, Anthony. I swear. Oh. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Such a goddamn hater. You saw the way Mike introduced him. Can we introduce him a little better? He has some insight. He moves to, you know, parlay into the podcast about LeBron and the current state of the Lakers. All right. Can we give him our undivided attention? All right. Go, Ross. Thank you, Anthony. I'd like to first start off by saying you are a gentleman and a scholar. And also, Absolutely. you are, you are, you know, he's a gentleman and, and, and a son. And he's a son. And obviously, you know, you are passionate about the NBA as much as I am as well, too. So, oh, about, the NBA. Said, about the NBA. With that, <laughs> with, that, with that being said, let's talk about the state of the Lakers. So the Lakers, as I'm speaking right now, are losing to the Sacramento Kings. I repeat, Mm-mm. the Lakers, as I'm speaking to you right now, is to the Sacramento Kings, right? Um, I mean, everything that's happened to the Lakers is pretty much the downside in which everyone was talking about um, the Lakers face when they entered the season, which is you have a bunch of parts and you're trying to put these parts together to make some type of like well-oiled machine. The problem with it is that some of those parts were never, ever, just in isolation, it would never work, right? But because we're trying to maximize in some form or fashion the last years of LeBron James, we're also trying to bring in whatever we can talent-wise to help out with Anthony Davis because we don't necessarily trust him to stay healthy the entire season. Um, this is what you have, you know, like you have Carmel Anthony being run into the ground, playing six, playing starter minutes um, while he's producing. And it probably ends up being our most consistent player, which absolutely is mind boggling. AD is also doing well when he's on the court. And so far, nothing's happened. So I'm very happy for that. But again, what I've been saying in the beginning, which I'm not sure why it happened, but somehow Russell Westbrook is still on the Lakers and Russell Westbrook (laughs) is still playing like a chicken with his head cut off on the court on the Lakers. Russell Westbrook is literally a bull in the China shop. It's him running around, sometimes doing spastic shots that don't go in. (laughs) Russell Russell Westbrook has found a shot that he doesn't like. Every shot he feels like he's going to make in. I respect it, but Russ is not that type of person. Russ has not been that type of person for a very long time, right? He's a ball-dominant guard, and you put him on a team with someone who happens to be a ball-dominant person. Well, he does dish the ball, but LeBron James, when they won the championship, right, whether we said, oh, maybe he doesn't want to or maybe he doesn't like to, they were the most effective when he was being a ball-dominant person. He brought it up the court. What do you do with Russell Westbrook? He said, oh, he's going to give out triple-doubles everywhere. Too bad Russell Westbrook is still putting out the assist. He's also putting out a high turnover rate. He's also taking terrible shots. I don't think his field goal percentage is even close to his career high or even close to his career best at the moment. And that also goes to his three-point shot. You just don't have enough firepower for them to also, which is the biggest red herring of this Lakers team, is that they don't play defense. They don't play defense as if they've never played defense in their entire life, which is mind-boggling. We have three potential Hall of Famers on the team, and neither of them can play defense. Neither of them can play defense worth a damn. The defense around them isn't much better. 
So what do you get? You get a team who is losing to the Sacramento Kings, who have lost to the Sacramento Kings most recently, who no one respects in the West. When LeBron James comes back, you know, he had a really good game. All I need from LeBron James is to be on the court more than 50% of the time for whatever reasons he is, whatever it's been, whether he's at a brisk, whether he's in Cabo, whether he's injured, whether he smacks people up, throws them out the club, whatever gets him on the court, I don't care. But he was on the court the last time. I believe he dropped 33 points, had nearly a triple-double. That was fantastic. Please, LeBron James, be on the court as much as you possibly can. I don't care if you need to bring in the chiropractor, your fitness guru, whatever it is, if they need to walk you out and escort you off the court, if you only play 10 minutes, whatever it is, get on the court because this Lakers team is hemorrhaging wins. They cannot do that in the West. Clay Thompson's coming back. The Suns team is good. Jokic is, is playing good. He's back now. That team suffered a loss. I get it. Michael Porter's not there. Aaron Gordon has to step up. All these guys are getting reinforcements. Jamal Murray's coming back. John Morant is going to come back again. He's Luckily, he avoided a serious injury. The West is not the West is not a toss-up for the Lakers to feel like they're just going to just skate through and just get in because, obviously, we saw them get bounced in the first round when they play a really good team. The Lakers have to just do better. It's just that simple. The coach is not that good. The defense is not that good. The players need to stay and be healthy on the court. That's the end of the Lakers. I love that you said a brisk. That is very funny to me. Did you mention that because Hanukkah started? Oh, yes, everyone. Happy Hanukkah, by <laughs> happy the way. Hanukkah. <laughs> All I want for Hanukkah is LeBron James on the court. Can you, James, can you clip when he's sitting there saying, please, LeBron James? <laughs> that, was gonna awesome. make that, that was a nice soliloquy. I'm going to make that uh, audio. Watch. Please, LeBron James, get on the court. <laughs> that was a great soliloquy. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I, 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 a soliloquy, if there uh, ever was one. I, I definitely played that very often. Couldn't have been more. Couldn't have been more spot on. So you. now, let me ask you this question: If you are the Lakers, Roz, what? Without going into like a crazy long tangent, because I know we can get into that. Uh, what is your move for this team in order for you to get the identity that you are looking for? What should um, they be looking to do? whether it's a move-wise, coach-wise, what do you think puts the Lakers in a better position, especially with the top of the West being as strong as it is? If you guys playing, keep playing the way you're playing, you're going to be in the bottom of the West, and it's going to be a first-round exit. What do you think needs to get done? I mean, it's not like the Lakers don't have talent. I think the problem is, is that, again, right, you're waiting for them to gel. And the problem is, is, like, they're losing – time like we thought it wouldn't take this long for them to gel right whether it's because again like people are just like not on the court at the same time you know like you have to be able to the importance of them being on the court isn't necessarily like okay it's just going to click but it gives the coach a chance to experiment with different lineups more often than so so you get to at least see what's working and what's not working with these guys on the on the court together it's like every time someone's like back, someone's gone, it's just tough, you know? And again, like you have some very like dominant egos that are on the team 
And therefore, they always want to keep telling themselves, oh, we're going to get better. Oh, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, no problem. This is nothing. This is nothing. This is nothing. And they just continue to fall in the stands. Like, again, right? If you feel like LeBron James is older now, because he is, and we need to just treat him with the same respect like everyone else who's an aging star, then you can't expect them to just turn it on and then all of a sudden they're just going to just figure it out. It has to be something that has to be sustainable. He needs help. The team needs to play better defense. I think the only thing they need to do is just they just need to just like really start taking it seriously because I don't see help along the way for the Lakers. Their salary cap is is not as flexible. They can't really make any trades without, you know, moving Russell Westbrook that's going to be worth anything. Like you're not going to trade Malik Monk and like um and who else is on it? Like maybe Malik Monk and Carmel Anthony for what? Kendrick Nunn for what? Austin Reeves for what? Who's coming with those contracts and those type of talents? No one. The Lakers have themselves and they just need to just play better as a team. That's they it. definitely need to play their young guys and see what's to come of it. They do they do need to start throwing paint at the at the wall and mm-hmm. see what happens. At this point, absolutely. Because what they're doing is just not working and got a lot of old guys on that team just aren't going to be able to hold up throughout the entirety of the season. When you think about it, you got a aging Avery Bradley, a aging Rondo, aging Carmelo, aging LeBron, aging Dwight. The list goes on. So they the need reason to and start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or there a reason he's, who hasn't even touched the floor yet, so they need it. DeAndre well, Jordan. Just they need to start trying lineups to see what happens. They need to really start trying things to see what happens. They need to play THT when he comes back. I know he had that thumb injury, the surgery. They need to play Kendrick Nunn a lot more. They need to see what happens with Austin Reeves. They need to just try stuff because right now it is kind of ugly. It is. They have too much of they have too much of a fragile bill. I mean. One of the youngest players is Davis, and he's 28. He's almost 30. And, again, he plays. He has the body of someone who's in his late 30s. So, again, you know, there's just – it's just a very – Wait, what? Street clothes. Street clothes. <laughs> Street clothes. <laughs> nah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're pretty much spot on, Jay. I just don't see them at the end of the season just holding up. To me, the Lakers have a roster built for short spurts. Playoffs, that's it. Seven-game series. And then yeah. nights off, seven-game series. I thought when when the Lakers first got Russ, I was like, maybe, like, I, I obviously I'm a, I'm a hater on it. I don't think that it's a good move at all. But I thought it helps them in the regular season when a LeBron goes down. To, or when he wants to load manage or if or when Anthony Davis goes down or they want to load manage. I thought the way he plays, since he plays for the regular season and only the regular season, it would be something that, you know, would help them go along. But he's not, like, very good at, like, creating for everyone. He's a dump-off guy when he drives he doesn't do a good job of entry passes to Davis when he's trying to set up in the post. There's not a lot of things as a point guard that he does that makes me think you know, I never really thought he was like an incredibly smart player. I never thought he had a great IQ. That's why you have the Rondos there. But 
he he's so like out there all the time where he just doesn't have a good IQ or smart enough just basketball decision making in the the tough times of the game to to win you these games. And this is a regular season. Like you're supposed to have figured it out or start to figure it out, and the Lakers are just lost. And but I that's where coaching it. comes into play. Like I thought, Frank Vogel was a good play. hire at the time because you get you don't get a flashy name. You get a guy who wants to play defense, and you get a a guy who has been in deep playoff runs. That's why I thought that was a good coach, especially coming out after Luke Walton, who at the time of this was just fired like a couple days ago because he's a terrible coach. But I. I thought it was good, but now we have to see what he's going to do. What's they're hiding? Happen. They're hiding their coach behind the players. That's kind of like how you guys are talking about Stafford getting hidden behind a defense and running game. That's what they're doing. They did that with Luke Walton. Did that with with Vogel in Indiana. They hide them behind the players. They don't really do anything. They they get the um the accolades because they stay quiet. You don't really hear Vogel speak much. You know, he don't, he don't, but it does go into the aspect of coaching because if you had a better coach, not a great coach, I don't think they need that with having LeBron and Westbrook. I mean, not Westbrook, but having LeBron at least um, to be like on floor coach and everything like that. But if they had at least a decent, good coach, they'd be able to talk to the Westbrooks to get them in the right mindset, have to um, have Rondo pair up with him during practice to get these schemes and IQ in the right mind frame and stuff like that. They have the pieces to be okay, but... Yeah, they have the pieces to get be a, a upper-tier, mid-tier Western Conference team, but Russ is 30? 30-something? 30, 33. 33 years old? You're not going to change your mindset. There's no way he could just change it like that. Like... I, Rondo's always had that. Rondo's always been one of the best minds in basketball since he stepped into the league. You can't just teach somebody to be smart. Bro. That takes listen, a long time. You got somebody like Car- you got somebody you got somebody like Carmelo on the team, right? Where a few seasons ago, yo P they said they want me to come off the bench. To now, where his mindset is like, all right, whatever needs to be done, I, I'm going to do whatever I need to do, whether if it's spot up three or take over for a little bit, show my handle, like whatever the team needs. So you can't say the age and you can't change. Well, so it's a little different there. You know? It's a little different with that situation. Melo had to change his mindset to change his role. Russ has to change his whole mindset. Like, Russ has always been balls to the wall, 94 feet back and forth, dump off, pass. He's never been, like, let me slow it down because that's just not how he's built. His motor is just so high, and his motor is a blessing and a curse. It's his it's his best asset and his worst asset at the same time because he can never stop and, sl- and smell the roses and run a complete set. In a half-court offense, how useful is Russ? Because he doesn't have a le- legitimate skill set. Right, he's just super athletic and has gotten off of over a decade of being a crazy athlete. So yeah. that's where it's a little bit different. At least with Melo, he's always had the skill set, and even when he started to age, it's just a matter of him accepting a lesser role. Russ has to change everything about his game. Uh, if I, Russ, I think, 
really, uh, I'm going to let you go on one second, rather. If Russ was able to adapt his baby method and really post up a lot of the young, the smaller guards and got a good um, bank shot or post game, that'll change everything. That'll be his slowdown. It just and, requires and, and skill. That's, and that's where, again, right, that's where it's confused me about the Lakers because people like LeBron, like AD, like Vogel, they should be telling him that, right? Even if he was doing that, they should be telling him, like, yo, you're more athletic, you're stronger, you can make moves, post them up, go around these guys, you can make shots, they're not gonna, they're not expecting you to do that, and somehow that's getting lost in translation. They might even be telling him that. He still might just be like, hey, man, I'm Russ, I'm just averaging triple doubles in Washington. I'm I'm just as good as everybody else. You know, these guys have egos, too. Don't mean to interrupt, but I think, honestly, like, you know, LeBron is kind of like the unofficial leader of that team. You know, he used to be the one getting in Russ's ear telling him, hey, you know, these things need to change. This is not working. You know, he needs to have that communication with Russ. And quite frankly, the whole team, and I think he hasn't been doing a good job of doing that. And, you know, that's that that very much is an indictment on him, and that's something that he really needs to do is make his voice be heard. I mean, he's not on the court, so he needs to at least do something, you know, while he's missing half you the are game. Full of shit, Anthony. But I listen, I, I I'll just end it on this, like specifically talking about the coaching. Look at in look hindsight, at Vogel Vogel is seems decent or whatever, but I'm I sure still think face. that. We missed out on Ty Lue. I think Ty Lue would have been such a better fit for that team that won the championship yeah. and going forward than Frank Vogel. Um, and I agree. It, they were in the they were literally in the in the twelfth hour, and somehow those talks broke down. But Ty Lue was expected to be the next coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, and I think he would have been doing a better job now, specifically coaching up the younger guys than the Frank Vogel. I feel like Frank Frank Vogel gives me not to cross over, but Frank Vogel gives me real Aaron Boone vibes, where it's like you know, like it's he's good to pacify the front office and upper management, and he's a cool, chill guy, so he never ruffles any feathers with the players. But the results aren't there, right? They're just kind of, he's kind of like, hey, you guys want to do this? Okay, great. Yeah. Can you please play defense? Oh, you're not going to play it? Oh, that's all right, guys. Like, you know, but next time, can you please play defense? Like, you know, it's like, he's not, he's not, he's not, I don't think he can reach those veterans. I don't know, think like, so either. You know, like, I don't think he can. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. The Lakers just got to roll with whatever punches. They made their own bed. Everyone... Everyone, the leaders on that team, is involved with how the roster is constructed. If you don't think so, then you haven't been watching basketball for the past three or four years. LeBron has, you know, Kalinka's gone on record to say, when we get people, of course I'm talking to LeBron. Of course I'm talking to AD. Nobody gets on that roster without them knowing. Which so, is the right thing to do. Which is the right thing to do. It is the right thing to but, do. But everyone has to be responsible for the outcomes if that's the case. Anthony, yeah. shut your ass because you're about to say something stupid. So <laughs> the Lakers just need to play better. I think it's just that simple. The Lakers just need to play better. No, they definitely do need to play, play better. I mean, just they're – I mean, I don't want to say inconsistent. It's been really mediocre inside, to be honest, you know. And just looking at the Kings game today, I mean, I was – I caught a couple minutes of it. It's pretty much the same thing, you know, and 
Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not a Laker hater. I'm, hopefully they can, you know, get their act together. But again, you know, I think it they live and die with LeBron, and right now they're dying right now. So, yeah, I was waiting for them to tie it back. So let me let me bring it back to you three now. So we're however many games we are into the season. We just got the news that Kemba Walker is out of the rotation. The Knicks are looking to move him. Good riddance. What are each you three? Because you all three of them are probably gonna have different answers. You and Mike and James might have a similar answer because I, after talking late nights with you guys about basketball, I, I kind of get where you guys are. Whispering sweet nothings. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to see me and Mike, where... we, we, me and Mike agree, but we don't agree on a lot of stuff. No, exactly. That's why it's like when it comes to this, I feel like you guys may have a similar answer. But what do you think you guys need to go moving forward as far as like a piece that would help you guys like one win more games because you guys haven't had a great another another great 10 game stretch. What do you guys need to do going forward that's going to help you guys into the playoffs? Mike, go first. For the Knicks, the Knicks need a stretch center so that when Julius is out there, the the floor opens up, there's more space on the floor. Because the second unit plays fine, Tibbs will figure out the defense. When Julius Randle is on the floor, they need more shooting on the floor to spread it out. That literally is all the Knicks need. Because I'm confident that Julius Randle will figure it out because he's not afraid to pass. So if teams continue double teaming him, you sure space and more teams on the floor. He's not afraid <laughs> to pass. His problem is I know he's right. afraid to go right. He he no. Oh my god, is, Dylan! He waits for the double team to come. Screw That's you. the problem. He Screw waits you. for it to come, and then he waits and waits when he's decisive and just goes. He makes the right play all the time. He just waits for it. So once he gets out of his own head and has more easy lanes to pass the ball, the Knicks will be fine. So I had, let me go before uh, the next person goes. Um, I, I really like Mitchell Robinson because he gives me Jared Allen vibes because I'm also a big Jared Allen stand. So do you think there's a world where, where Mitchell Robinson can start to slowly stretch out there? And allow him to shoot those threes and clear, create better spacing. You know what? I mean, he can shoot. He can shoot. Exactly. And he can dribble, but Tibbs will not allow him to do it. Exactly. So that's why my rebuttal more so is: Do you think if you got a bit a, a actual five who can stretch out the floor, would he be allowed to be that, or would he be put into the clog the paint? JaVale McGee, Mitchell Robinson. Here's the funny irony of the whole thing. I think if Porzingis was on the Knicks now, he would fit perfectly with the Knicks now. And he would be all the unicorn nonsense that we had when (laughs) we first started because what the Knicks need is a him, a big that can play defense when need to and can knock down the jump shot and stretch the floor for Julius and doesn't need the ball to score. He can catch and shoot. That's the funny thing about all of this. The Knicks actually could use Przingis now, but that bridge is burned. Przingis can't come back. He's, he's so, like Trey Young is also not welcome in Dyke. 
at all. When you when you said you wanted a big who could shoot, he was the first person that came to my mind. But he's also soft as shit and can't play in the post. He's also that's to say he, he no. It, he's better than Mitchell Robinson. I'll he's a better that. offensive player than Mitchell. Yeah, he's a better player than Mitchell Robinson. Mitch Robinson's awful. <laughs> All right, uh, James, go. Uh, what do the Knicks need? You said. Yeah. So with with Kemba kind of already out of the rotation and going to be on the move, what do you are think? they shipping him? Is that is that news? I saw I a rumor. I saw a pop up today saying that they were looking to move him. Because he yeah, doesn't have, to, they were he doesn't have to a crazy, out. he doesn't have a crazy contract that needs to get moved either. So you can move him, which is which is why that makes no sense. Like, exactly. just don't play. Like, Brent, like, but, I don't. I uh, I love that Derrick Rose is playing. I don't expect Derrick Rose to play eighty two games this year. Why would I? History tells but, me he's not going to. Kemba, does, but we talked about this a little bit before. Kemba doesn't play Tibbs's basketball. He doesn't play defense, which is Tibbs' basketball. <laughs> okay. So, how is he going to? And he's and and to Anthony's point earlier, he's only averaging eleven points a game, and he's not playing defense. Eleven point seven, fine. Twelve points a game, and he's not playing defense. What? But I think Kimber's in his own head because when Kimber play, he's been very passive. He's been very passive. The only game I saw him play. Like the Kimmel Walker I know is when they played Charlotte. And he came out and he was like, I'm going to bust these dudes up tonight. Y'all come along. And the Knicks didn't come along and they lost. But he scored almost 20, he had 20-something points in the first half because he came out looking for his shot. If he comes out and looks for his shot, the Knicks would be fine. He would be fine. But he's passive. He's 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 deferring to Julius Randle, which is, which is honestly the problem. He, the first unit, he defers to Julius Randle. He knows that they're trying to bring RJ along. So he because he doesn't have I don't want to say he doesn't have alpha personality because he does, but he defers. He just no, y'all got it. I'm good. I don't need my shots. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And the problem is he doesn't play defense good enough to stay on the court and do that. When Alec Burks is on the court, he does look for his shot. So and he's bigger than Kimba. So logically it makes sense to play Burke Burks more. But when Kimba looks for his shot, he's he's a better offensive player than Burks. Like, yeah. Kimba shoots better than him. Kimba has a better handle than him. But, like I said, for whatever reason, he's deferring. Which is also, to circle back, is the same thing. Y'all are killing Russ. Russ is deferring. You, you, you can't have it both ways. When they played the first game and he didn't want to shoot, 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 Hey, oh, we need the old Russ. We need Russ to play like Russ. <laughs> and then when Russ plays and goes 100 miles an hour, he needs to turn it down. He needs to learn to play in half court. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Like, what do you want? What if so you didn't, what if you didn't want Russ at all? We want adaptability. What if you didn't want Russ at all? <laughs> so, I'm on record. No, no, no. I'm on record yeah. of, of never wanting Russell. Russell, yeah. never, is, never, never. So, like I literally almost weep when I found out that he was traded to the Lakers. It's so, it's the worst fit for the Lakers. LeBron James teams historically do better with shooters and like at least stretch stretch bigs or stretch forwards passers. 
having yeah, Russell Westbrook without a three-point shot. Playmakers. Players yeah, and, and that's the problem. The that's the problem. The playmakers that are usually around him, outside of Rondo, right, they usually have some form of firepower. Russell Westbrook cannot hit the broad side of the barn from exactly. the arc. I mean, it's who's going to... terrible. Yeah, exactly. They dare him to shoot the three. They dare him, and he misses more often than not. It's just, it's just, it was such a bad fit, and the salary was terrible. Like, I feel like the Lakers could have moved it. You know, I mean, they heard about Buddy Heald. I would have gladly taken Buddy Heald. They should have taken him. I don't know why. Completely fine. I don't know why they didn't take him. And the Kings were willing to give them Buddy Heald. And somehow, some way, they said to themselves, ah, yes, Russell Westbrook. Like, it's just like it doesn't make any sense. How does LeBron and Russell Westbrook work together? What if LeBron passes to Russell Westbrook? Are you, are you comfortable with Russell Westbrook hitting a game-winning shot? No. No. Are you, you comfortable with Russell Westbrook hitting a game-winning three? No. Are you nope. comfortable with Russell Westbrook hitting a wide-open shot? Maybe. Maybe. That, I mean, if that's the case, you can't absorb $44 million for the next two years on average. And, he doesn't you know, even facilitate. True. All of that is true, but I am comfortable with Russ getting the ball if the play breaks down and Russ getting to the basket. Because Russ can do that. He can do that. Yeah, but, man, yeah, but, yeah but historically speaking, as we all know, LeBron needs people who can make big shots on his team. Russell Westbrook ain't that guy. He's, He's not that guy. And the problem is, is that Russell Westbrook is the guy who takes up the court draws a defense in because he's going to just be like, you know, like he's played his hair on fire and he's going to kick it out. And the problem is, is the other guys aren't shooting well either. So now you have LeBron and even though LeBron's jump shot is way better now than it was before in his career, I think. Now you're hoping that LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and maybe if Carmelo's on the floor, is going to hit a wide open three because those other guys are just like cast off retreads or they just watch Carmelo's going to hit it. Carmelo's going to hit it. That's why I mentioned Melo. Carmelo's going to hit. Now you're right. Is he going to be on the floor because his defense? I don't know, but Carmelo's going to hit the shot. Carmelo and LeBron fit perfectly. That's yeah, They're perfect. Melo fits perfectly. And he's been playing how you expect him to play when he, when everything goes well with the plan. Russell Westbrook should have never been a part of the plan. I He's just I don't know. I feel dominant. like this rust ball dominant. I feel like this rust thing is it's overblown because He's not a half court player. A, He's they not. haven't all played together. And B, Russ is supposed to be the third option. The elephant in the room is Anthony Davis is playing like shit. That's the other thing. Anthony true. Davis is playing like shit. That's He's not, not true. He's not playing like he's yes. Russ, is Anthony Davis playing like the top ten play a top ten player in this league? Because he's not. I can tell you right now, he's not. And for them to win the championship, Anthony Davis needs to be a top 10 player in this league. I think you should I think you should look at Anthony Davis' stats before you Is say Anthony that. Davis playing like a top 10 player in this league? According to his stats, he is playing like a top 10 player in this yeah, league. Yeah, no, Anthony Davis, he's still he's still balling. He's averaging about 24 a game. 24 and 10, actually. Let's reel it in a little bit. Let's get back to James. Let's get back to the Knicks. We already had our Lakers talk. <laughs> James, what do you yeah. think the Knicks should be looking to target, grab for Kemba Walker? What changes do you, do you think 
should be, could be made. Say it one more time. What changes or who would you like to see the Knicks grab or what changes do you think you would like to see made with your Knicks lineup going forward? Uh, Especially now that Kemba, again, is on the trade block and out there ready to go. What do you think you can get? Who do you want to get, et cetera? Who do we want to get? I mean, I don't know, man. I wasn't um I was never I wasn't never sold completely on the Kimba Fournier deal. I thought I think Fournier, like I've said to Mike in um private chats and um in our Instagram chat that Fournier is a international Olympic player. Whenever um the playoffs happen, he has zero scoring games. So I was never really sold on Fournier, but when it comes to um, him playing this season, I mean, he hasn't really seen the floor that much either because he's been more or less on the bench during closing time during the games as well. But um, I don't know. I don't necessarily know what the Knicks need, man. I don't. I don't know what the issue is. I think that just like the, I mean, a little bit more than the Lakers. I think that the Knicks have what it takes to be um better than last year. I'm not saying that um that uh the Knicks are going to the finals or anything like that, but I do believe that the Knicks are better than last year. The Knicks are um uh a semifinals um of the East Coast this year with the team on paper, but I don't know what's happening with them. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you, Anthony, because I'll give my I'll give my opinion after because I could be a very unbiased person because I do like the, watching the Knicks and I do love when the Knicks are good, but I, I I do have to support my boys every day again. But yeah, no, I will give my opinion after. So Anthony, go ahead. Honestly, I'm just gonna simply say it. I'm just going to repeat what I've been saying. I think it's just too early to panic or say make any real judgment, honestly. Like, right now, we just came off of a big win against the Hawks. Yes, we lost to the Nets, but we only we just barely lost to them. And then again, you can make some a lot of questions about the officiating tonight, as they have done in the press conference, but that's another conversation. I like the team we have right now. I just think we just need more chemistry. We just need to be on the court longer. And I just think as the season progresses, we're just going to get better. RJ Barrett's going to come back and all that. You know, I just think that, you know, what I said at the beginning of the season still stands. We are on a collision course with the Golden State Warriors. And I just don't think we need any new pieces. I think what we have right now is fine. Kemba was a detriment to our team in many different ways. And as far as he goes, I don't care if we trade him. I don't care what we do with him, all right? He's not a part of the rotation anymore. That's all that matters. So I think the Knicks, more than anything, have their identity. I think that's something Tibbs does very well on no matter what team he coaches is they have an identity. They're going to suffocate you on defense. They're going to throw millions of different looks at you. Man, zone, full court, half court presses, traps, 
uh, as soon as you cross half court, I think Tibbs does a great job with all that stuff. I, I I didn't really care for the Kemba Walker signing for you guys because I never thought him in a Tibbs offense was going to work or Tibbs defense was going to work because of his size. That's like putting Kyrie Irving in a Tibbs defense. It's not going to work. He just uh, They just don't play defense too little. I thought the move you guys should have did before he signed with Chicago was Lonzo or Caruso. More so Lonzo because of his playmaking ability in transition and his three-point shooting. And then his his length on defense gives you guys another six 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 eight guy with crazy long wingspan to switch. I thought that would have been the move. Now with Kemp Walker kind of on his way out, I'm looking to try to acquire a rangy defender, like a three and D guy. I don't know exactly who that would be, but he's there's there's a few different options that you could be looking at, but. That's more so what I think. A 3 and D guy who can push the pace on in transition, who will also play defense and get you more baskets that way. That's more so what I think. I think perimeter and wing more so than the big because I think Julius Randle's fine. He Granted, he can't go right, but I think he's fine. But you guys have your identity. That's more than the Lakers can say. And I also I'm going to jump three. It's still very early in the season. Yes. Like, I'm not saying this as a you lost the game and blow everything up. I'm just saying from what you've seen, what changes would you like to make? Because even with me, with the Nets, there's a million changes I'd make right off the rip. But, like, I know it's not going to happen because the team is constructed the way it's constructed. And one of those things was putting DeAndre Bembry, giving him more minutes, and he's been great. As far as rotating defensively, grabbing rebounds, he's been everything I've ever wanted. So he's been a very nice bright spot and playing Cam Thomas more and getting Javon Carter the fuck out of the lineup. Yeah. Even though I, he's I'll, still playing. I'll talk about the Knicks a little bit. I mean, like, I think the kid Burks is a great asset. I think moving him into the starting lineup, I think he deserves it. Immediately now that he's a starter, he becomes one of the, the better, the better, um, I don't want to say steal, but definitely the better value of, a lot of starting players in this entire league. Kemba's a wash. It's a bad. It's a bad signing. I mean, I mean, Kemba was on his last knees. You know, no pun intended, but he literally <laughs> was um, heading into this. I thought that was a very head scratcher for me as well too. Watching Nick sign Kemba Walker, but I felt like maybe it was more of a feel good story. The contract wasn't that great. I think my issue was more the contract than Kemba himself. Um, you know, like I've already, I've already mentioned about um, how their defense needs to be better. Um, I think their defense. I mean, they still gave up over a hundred, and you know, I think it was like what over a hundred and ten points tonight. Um, I mean, like it's, it, but I think it can get better. I mean, if you're Tom Thibodeau, you have to try, right? You have to try. I know he's seething behind the scenes about how bad the defense is. Um, I, I, I think the Knicks need a bona fide superstar without a shadow of a doubt someone who is going to be either the batman and jules be robin or be robin to jules batman because with that lineup and they can swing a trade that'll be worth something you know you either get like a dynamic passer or you get a dynamic score someone who is going to just completely take over the game and it allows Jules to manipulate and move around and bully people down low that he can. 
I think they do the same thing. They push Jules's left. They push R.J. Barrett to the left. And they're like, let's see what else everyone can do. Every Fournier is not with his contract right now, early returns. The thing that I, I, I like to I like to get on Nick fans because it's like, you know, it's like they're great when they're great, no matter whether it's one game, a hundred games, but when they're bad, it's like ah, it's not, you know, we're just early, it's not that good. Like that. <laughs> what are you trying but, to say, man? I mean I'm calling it like it is. You know, like but what but but what I will say is that they're a really great team. I think in the East, they have very great prospects. I just really wish they had somebody else. Like, for the life of me, I don't know how the Knicks aren't just completely harassing Portland to try to get Dame Lillard. They aren't completely harassing Washington. I mean, I get it because his situation is different because of the COVID thing. But Bradley Bill would be another guy who would just be perfect to be on that Knicks team and would send Madison Square Garden over the top. I mean, like, I'm not sure who else they could pry away from. Um, you know, like George, Paul George. I don't know if he'll what? leave, right? He's not leaving, I man. I don't know if he'll leave. If there's because, a trade, because I, we saw Paul George last year when Kawhi went out, when he's the first option, he could be something completely different than when yeah. he's the second. PG would be there, but the problem is, is does PG even want? PG, no, my bad. PG is like, he's not leaving. He has, he has roots there. Kawhi also re-upped again. If Kawhi that opted out, I could see them going that route. Um, even there's like middle guys that are still would would still be decent. Like if they shipped off D Rose and like I don't know quickly for like Fred Van Vliet or somebody like that, that's still a monster addition to the to the Knicks firepower. Guys like that, they need guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Like like anything they get. I would even see. I would even give a call to Miami Heat. Hey guys, let's roll the dice on Victor Oladipo. He's in his last year contract. Let's see what he can bring. He's a good. When he's on, he's healthy. He's giving you at least twenty and seven, twenty-seven and five. I know Find Orlando's something. not going to give him up, but Cole Anthony would be sick. Cole Anthony would be nasty, be but they're not giving him up. He's a cornerstone of that franchise now. You know, so I mean, like, it's um, and and if you're the Knicks, you're absolutely. And no matter what you think, the Knicks are very concerned with how R.J. Barrett is playing. This is not the jump they expected him to have at this point. He, his, he's, he's very bad right now with his field goal percentage. He's very bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not making the jump. And you have to consider... Yeah, you give him this year, but next year, if he shows the same thing he's showing this year, you might be better off shipping him out. It's salvaging what you can. Just food for thought. I'm just saying, like, again, he's still a young guy, you know, but, I mean, if you can package him for somebody, like a Dame Lillard, you do it. If they say we need R.J. Barrett, you have to do that. You have to. Michael told you that I've never, I haven't been on the RJ Barrett bandwagon yet because I feel like he's just not progressing fast, and uh, his decent, his defense is okay. He he, he looks good with the team. I think his That's length, more than anything, 
his length defensively puts him in really good positions in transition, and he's smart. But again, I don't think he's great. But uh, somebody who just came to my mind on a very bad team that's probably looking to explode soon, Buddy Healed. I think Buddy Healed would be a great move for the Knicks. Give you more three point shooting, a little bit longer rangey defender. Give you a nice little second option because you're not going to get a superstar right now. No superstars crying for their way out like they have been the last couple years. No, we're, we're not. We're not going. I don't think we're going to get a superstar either. But again, you're talking about shooter. That's why we brought Fournier. Like, you know, I mean, but honestly, yeah, I'm not, but I'm not saying For, Fournier is clearly not like he's sometimes hot and sometimes just not even on, when he's on the floor. He's just on the floor not doing anything. Right. Which is so, which is which is very bothersome to me because it's like we gave him all that money. We gave him what seventy eight million. You know, I just I personally want to see more from him. Again, I I literally haven't watched too much of him before he came to the Knicks. I just heard about the fact that he can deliver. He can get buckets. So Evan Fournier to me is cut from the same cloth of Aaron Aflalo. Hmm. Very much so can give you buckets at any point, but they can also very much so disappear. Yeah. But, like, Buddy Healed, if you could put up, because you won't have to give up much to get Buddy Healed. They're trying to get rid of his ass. So you could literally just put up a random ass package where you're like, oh, here's Kemba Walker and some other bum, and you here and you guys get Buddy Healed. And that's a win-win. And throw, and throw in Marvin Bagley while you're at it, too. You, Bagley's going to be gone. That whole organization needs to do everything. I don't know if the Kings are on your dock today, Mike, but, man... The Kings need to do everything they can to just blow everything up. How, how's, De- how's De'Aaron Fox doing? So I good. like De'Aaron Fox, but, man, he's, so he's not as good as people think. Oh, he's, really? He's pretty decent, though. He's, he's good. You know, he's not like CP3 or, like, you know, like any of those major. He's, to me, he's is really expendable. Good, if I'm the Kings, nah, blow it up. He's, 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 blow it up. He's, he's, a good, he's a good point guard. You could get a lot for De'Aaron guards. Fox, especially yeah. when you're in, in – they're in bad basketball purgatory where they're just with that roster they're just bad so you might as well just blow it up because it's not working the kings are an adopted california team (laughs) there's nothing the kings can do to get good when's the last time they've been good like that's what i really want to know been a little bit vladi like they had the vladi diva they had their run with Tyreek <laughs> Evans where he won rookie of the year and then they like weren't still weren't great. They still but, weren't like, good though. They still were terrible. So it's like you might as well just well, you have all this this young talent, go disperse them and get a ton of draft picks and eventually trade for an unhappy superstar to go to Sacramento. Like that's that's literally they're gonna end De'Aaron Fox needs to be traded, buddy. He'll needs to be traded. The only person who's safe to me on that team is is uh Halliburton. Yeah. I feel like the Kings have had bad luck in timing of players. And then playing I agree their with players. That. I would, I would. Because they they're have not, top five picks. Bagley yeah. hasn't even, like, until recently, wasn't even playing. And he's good. <laughs> like, that's I, that's I a product of the great coach out. Luke Walton. Man, Luke, <laughs> Luke is terrible, man. I, I feel like you guys heard me right. I, I feel like the um the, the sorry the one more. I feel like the sacks sacks are just like the team that are like just bad timing. They had Demarcus Cousins at at the worst timing. They got De'Aaron Fox at the worst timing. They got um Barnes at the worst timing. It's just like it's just all He's bad timing. 
but he's a perfect type of player. Like, I feel like he can be like a DeRozan type of player. Can't shoot three really well. Mid-range is like on like Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He can post up anybody and, and shoot the mid-range over almost anybody. And he can actually jump and dunk if he wanted to. But it's all just like bad timing. You know, when they had Ben McLemore, it was just like bad timing. Just bad timing. Yeah, they're a mess. But like, I don't Blow it up. Blow that whole team up. Like, at least in Houston, they're like, talking How many times, how many times they you have to blow them up? Shaq needs to do something because he's a part owner. <laughs> well, Shaq's not allowed to do anything as long as he's on TNT. Oh, yeah. He's not allowed to participate in the player roles as long as he's on TNT. That's yeah, why Wade isn't really involved in Utah because he still works for Turner. So he can't really do anything. The Kings need to get a good coach who's willing to just say, hey, listen, like, you have to give that coach everything. That's what the Kings need to do. The Kings need to get a good, well pedigreed coach and just give him the keys to the Ferrari and say, listen, well, even if you give him extra power, you just got to do it. Because they, they're not. They if you're going to do Jackson, they, I don't know if you remember this, but they had Denver's coach, Mike Malone. He was the Kings coach, and they yes, were starting to win. And yes. then they fired him for no reason. You know why? They get no sympathy. They don't get any sympathy, but the, the, the thing about it is that the Kings can't the Kings can't really evaluate whether or not their coach is good because they're drafting and the timing because they're a small market team. They never get a chance to keep their talent on the team that's worth anything. They either get bust or they have someone leave or someone who doesn't want to be there or someone's leaving. And then when a coach like Mike Malone comes in through the ranks, because that'll happen to a lot of bad teams, right? They'll have some decent coaches come through there, but they just can't evaluate it because they're like, we can't even, we have to keep the team running. We have to make sure the market, we, we have to move these players. They, they're like an expansion team right now. And it's just, it's just terrible. Like they just need to just like, basketball reasons man just take over it and manage the kings let the league do it like they did new orleans that time you know what i'm saying like but it's not like they don't have talent they have talent on that roster because if you put if you put a decent head coach in charge of that team you could do something like i don't think sacramento doesn't have like i don't think memphis has that much more talent than sacramento does they do I, i don't think they have significantly more i think Jaw is just really fucking good. No, they got Jared they got Jaw, they got Jaren and then they Jackson, have Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks, and they got um, they got is nasty too. Desmond Bain's pretty good. Desmond Bain's can shoot. They got Valanciunas. They got a. They got I don't a think they team. have significantly more talent. Wait, did Valanciunas go to the Pelicans though? Yeah, he's he's the Pelicans. Pelicans. yeah. yeah but like, great. I don't think if if you grade if you had to grade like A through F. The Memphis Grizzlies talent. C. Like C. C C plus. I give it a C C plus. I'll give us I'll give it a like a C C plus too. I comparatively speaking. I wouldn't say it's D minus. I would say it's like C minus D. It's not significant. It's a D. Yeah, I would say probably C minus. I would say C C minus. Because De'Aaron Fox is good. Buddy Heald is good. Tyrese Halliburton's good. Davion Mitchell's good. Martin Bagley's good. Martin Bagley's good. Martin Bagley's not playing, though. But I think 
He doesn't want to be there. If you had a decent but coach, let, we'll see are they how better? it goes because now that Luke Walton is gone, they have Alvin Gentry as the coach right now. And exactly. He can coach. He's okay, but he I need Mark coach. Jackson so, to take a team. If it's man, not Mark it's Jackson, criminal. if I'm Sacramento, I, I heard Ryan Rosillo say this today. Why are you not calling the Clippers to, to get Kenny Atkinson over there? That's true, too. Kenny Atkinson, That's true. as we all know, Brooklyn boy who took that team and made playoff runs with awful teams. Took mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie, who was outcast from Detroit, dealt with young Jared Allen, young Karis LeVert, Isaiah Whitehead, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, like these terrible players, bad players, and made them mesh. If anything he knows how to do is he knows how to coach young players. Like that would be a great move for them to just bring him over there and have him work. Who wants to keep on doing that? Exactly. Yeah. So Somebody's we're, gonna do we're up against the clock, and I, I don't want to talk about the Kings anymore because the Kings suck. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to move right into good story, good team, basketball edition. Going to throw Breezy's the first question, the first team, and the first team, good story, good team, Charlotte Hornets. They're a good team. They're a good team. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. No, they are a good team. <laughs> I, they are a good team. I, um, I think they really got something with Bridges. I think they really got something with Lam- with um LaMelo. You know, like they got something there, especially with the um with the coaching staff. Like I really do think that they're a good team. Like we can I can keep on going. If we want to um get into depth with it, but it's on um, we we were stuck on the Kings for a little bit, but um, I want everybody else to give their opinion as well. But I'm gonna go with good team. Dylan, can I do both? Because I think they're a good story and a good no. team. I think. <laughs> well, I'm going with both. So I, I I think Jordan has been terrible as a GM in his his whole career. As a GM, he, Mike, not Mike, James, don't roll your eyes. He's been terrible his whole career. Because that's that's known. I know, but this is where it's like it gets good finally, where it's like 20-something years in, he finally is like starting to figure it out. And he he's, doing, got, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. Did he not draft LaMelo Ball? Did he? Bro, I drafted LaMelo Ball. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> Yo, anybody that was that was a no did he not draft bridges? Huh? Did he not draft bridges? He did that in spite Devontae of the Knicks. He did that in spite of the Knicks getting getting on bridges. Devontae Graham. <laughs> I don't know. Why. He did. Uh did he sign Gordon Hayward? Who ha- who isn't really playing either? Did he sign so, him? Yes, he did. So they put a good team together. LaMelo is growing at this, this vast rate of him just being the superstar, and I love it because he 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 was great last year, and he's taken another step into his game that I absolutely love, and he's making the Hornets must-watch TV. And Bridges is going to end up being most improved player this year. So, yeah, let me give me, give me a good team. Give me a good story. Anthony. Honestly, I say a good team. You know, 
again, like I've been I've been high on Lamelo. Like again, I've been watching him for years as well. He's just been getting better and better and better. And I like where the Hornets are going, you know. And so I definitely have to say good team. And yeah, they're definitely a team to look out for it personally. Rise. Um, it's tough. I'm gonna say um, good story. Um, I I don't know. I just think that um, they're very close. Uh, but I just think that they're also um, another prolific scorer away from really making noise. I think they're gonna run into that new Chicago team, and they're just gonna get hit with a buzzsaw. I feel like when it comes to the East. Um, I think they I think they'll find their way. I think into the playoffs, but I think they won't really, they won't really do much. Um, I can't see them winning any series against any of the teams. Um, probably seven and above. I I can't see it. Um, but you know they're they're on their way. I think they're you know a really, I think they're a really interesting, like team to watch, I think, in the next two or three years. But this year, I think they're a good story. Um, and I think it's good for the NBA to have the Charlotte, you know, to have Charlotte be be this story. Um, because uh, I think I think they have a rich history going way back, and that fan base has been loyal for a long time. Okay. I, I think they're a good team. Um, we're going to keep it moving. It's so glad you brought up Chicago because that's our next team. And Roz, I'm going to throw it right back to you. The Chicago is a good, good story, good team. Chicago's a good team. Chicago's a good team. And I think out of a probably the last, I'll give them five years, I don't think a team has surprised me as much as Chicago has with what they have done in the offseason and the results that they've gotten from there. Literally almost every single person that they brought in that team was a hit, whatever role they brought in. Insane. Absolutely insane. And DeRozan's having probably one of the best years he's ever had, which is crazy because I've been screaming to the mountaintop that by when it's all said and done, DeMar DeRozan is going to be a Hall of Famer based on his stats. Man is Mr. Reliable. He's dunking on people. He's we all knew he was good at mid-range, but now he's like hitting it from everywhere. Zach Levine, we all thought how would they coexist? Zach just keeps chugging along, averaging like 25, 6, and 7. Caruso's out there dunking on people, playing defensive stopper, um, like ball of energy, you know, like. Everyone's wondering, well, what about Kobe White? What's happening with that? And he's not there and he's injured. Still, the Chicago Bulls are moving along. And they're going to be an issue for a lot of teams in the East. And they are also, again, right? They're going to, I think they can win a series. But again, I don't think that they're going to go super far. But they're a good team. And they have enough right now for what they're showing me. If they continue playing like they're playing right now with those young guys who are getting more experience, they can win a playoff series. 
and they can upset a few teams who you probably think would probably beat them, they can they can catch them by surprise and win a series. So I think Chicago's a good team. Uh Dylan. Uh yeah, good team. Uh my main point was gonna be Kobe White, because he's not really played, but when he's played, he's been pretty good. They they're the only team that I think has this rotation of like five guards that can kill you no matter on what side of the court. And that's going to be huge in playoffs. Huge when they get into a matchup where they can just keep going deep into their bench and rotate and give DeRozan a break and bring in Caruso, Lonzo, Kobe, and just keep swapping it out. And then, like, the one part of it is Vucevic. Vucevic has been fantastic. He's been fantastic. He's been Orlando Vucevic through and through. He's going to kill bigs. He's going to kill everyone when it comes to playoffs because he's one of the few people on that team who actually has playoff experience because that's the only knock. Those guys really don't have playoff experience. But I think they're a great team. I think they're going to to roll through. They're, they're definitely uh, not really a sleeper. They're going to compete. I think they'll make noise. They'll win a first round, and they could be there in the ECF depending on their matchup. But it all depends on who they face and if they can stay consistent and healthy. Okay. James? Uh, good team. Uh, and I hate to say that because personally I lost a, a $20 bet prior to the team turn out to what they are now because I have a, a co-worker that bet me that the Bulls will not make the playoffs. And then the next day they traded and got LaMelo and DeRozan the next Lonzo. day. Lon- I mean, Lonzo and DeRozan the next day. So I immediately lost that bet. <laughs> <laughs> immediately lost that bet. But uh, – they are a good team, man. They are a good team. Um, yeah, Vucevic, man. He is definitely playing up par. Um, if that team can stay healthy, we all know injuries is part of the game. But if they can't stay healthy, I don't see why they can't make it to almost like like semifinals, almost finals on the East Coast. Good team. Uh, we'll see. They're good. They're a good team. We're gonna move right along quick. We're gonna blow through this. Oh uh, uh, damn! I don't I get a take. Touch on it. <laughs> Are you gonna say anything other than good team? <laughs> yes, they're a good team. Okay. All right. MLB hot stove. Just want to touch on this because uh, baseball is gonna go. They're, they're throwing out. They're printing money over there. In, <laughs> uh, they're <laughs> Major League Baseball. Can right we now. put? Corey Seager. Yeah, and and, and the New York team is spending all the money in the world, and it's not the ones we want. Can someone explain why they're giving Corey Seager that much money when he's not consistent? Because if he is consistent, if he stays healthy, he's a bad man. Is he a $325 million bad man? He might be. He might be. He might be. Might yeah, I mean, just the going rate right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the going rate right now. Price you pay. 
and you and the Mets and all these other teams yeah, right now let's are talk about the, the Mets. So do do the Mets legitimately have a World Series contender? Who's their manager? They signed Marte. Uh, I don't know who their manager is. Because they fired their manager, right? They fired yep, he's Rojas. the Yankees' third base coach now. Yeah, I think which is hilarious wise, that they fired him and then spent all his money. But <laughs> I, I think lineup wise, they got it. They got it. They got a puncher's chance. But last year, I thought they had a lot of talent on their roster too, and they still couldn't put it together. But between Alonzo and Lindor know and Marte and all these guys, like. And then they got Max Scherzer along there with um, uh, DeGrom. That was, yeah. That was. was beating Scherzer and DeGrom in, a, in twice that's in a week. That's massive. That, that's crazy. He's literally, he might, he's one of the best pitchers. They have two of the best pitchers in baseball. No. They yeah, have pretty much. The best the, pitcher in baseball. They have the best yeah, pitcher Matt, in baseball. And then, and then one they of might the best, have the third or fourth best pitcher in baseball. Yeah, like that's a wild on the same team. The only thing I would have liked to see is if they would have been able to have um, Syndergaard stay if he was healthy. If Syndergaard stays, yeah, I'm giving him the trophy. Oh, because that what a rotation that is. That's unbelievable. But, but they, they have no bullpen. They have none. no bullpen. None, and they're dishing out all this money like they're Steinbrenner and <laughs> in pick your era, pick your era of Yankees free agency. <laughs> yeah, I but, think if I'm the Mets, I would have liked, you know, I think if I'm a Mets fan, I'm super happy. I think it's really a great thing to see them spend, and you know, like they have no choice. Cohen's finally making his his promise come true, spending that money. But if you're the if you're a Mets fan too, you're looking at that infield and you're like, mm, not sure. I mean, Alonzo's there, but right now their starting second baseman is Robinson Cano. It would be Lindor. Yeah, you know, like I mean, but they probably would probably try to shift Lindor right now because of, I don't know, you know, playing shortstop. There's there's a hole there, but I mean, you know, the Mets they can add a little bit more. They need bullpen help, like Mike said. Their bullpen is terrible. I mean, where do you do with Conforto? Conforto is good when he's good, but he's also kind of eh, like at the same time. I think they have they they definitely got a lot better. I mean, that's how big of addition Max Scherzer is. Not so. I mean, we know how good of a pitcher he is, but the guy's a maniac in the clubhouse. Like, if you think all the funny stuff talking about rats and arguing about rats and that's not happening with Max Scherzer in the clubhouse. All the funny business, all the foolishness, that stuff stops. And I think that's what the Mets need. They need a leader who is going to literally say, get in people's faces and be like, listen, like, get your shit done or get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Alonzo hasn't been that guy. And they hope that he'd be that guy. But Pete Alonzo is like a gentle giant right now. He just mashes and has a great time. Um, I don't know if that's the Florida in him. I don't know if that's where because that's where he played ball, college ball. But um, Max Scherzer is a maniac, man, and he's he's coming to win every game, whether he's pitching or not. So good, good pickup by the Mets. It's such a nice thing to see the Mets actually spend money because we all know the Wilpons just weren't doing it. 
So Stevie Cohen doing his best Steinbrenner impression is a wonderful <laughs> thing to see. No matter if it's the Yankees or the Mets, if New York is spending money and getting involved, that's always a great thing. I'm just waiting for the Yankees to do something. Because I said it, what, three weeks ago? I was like, Carlos Correa, future Yankee, and it's looking like that may be the thing. <laughs> Jose Peraza, aren't you happy? Yeah. He, signed a minor, he signed a minor league deal. Fantastic. Acquired. Fantastic. Great job. Great job, Cashman. <laughs> <laughs> The Yankees are a disgrace right now, man. I don't care what anyone tells me. I, I I feel like the fact that we're watching all these great infielders go and we literally are going to sit here and you're going to convince me, oh, there's some kids coming up that are really great in the minor leagues, whatever. So you're going to punt another year of Aaron Judge's, uh, Aaron Judge's prime. Before John we Carlo, have to pay Aaron has, Judge. Before we have to pay him, you're going to punt another year of Garrett Cole. Like, it doesn't make any sense, man. Like, you know, get these guys some help. Get these guys to guys play some defense. Voight is shot. Torres is shot. Sanchez is shot. Frazier's gone. Like, you can't rely on Aaron Hicks. I don't know what's going on with that. Luckily, Severino looked like he was pretty good, but still, Sammy's we haven't seen him go. We don't he, know. He yeah, but Sevy's been dead for, like, three years. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Sevy is we've only seen him go, like, at most, maybe five or four innings. We still haven't had him pitch a whole year. Kluber is gone. So, like, they don't even have any innings to fill. Like, you know, like, you know, who's behind Cole? Who's behind Cole? Like, you know, you got Steve, lucky. Probably. You got lucky with, um, what's his name? Super Mario. He had a great year. You going to rely on that? Like, again, like, the Yankees just – sitting on their hands again and house you know you know spit shining the yacht like you know it's just like prospects are great and all but when you have a a roster like we have we need to do something to win we haven't won since 2009 and we're watching all these guys come and we finally got our next generation of players and in judge to lead the way for the future and here we are we got to sign him soon like next season Mm -hmm. i think we have to sign him to a massive contract in order to keep him. And we're not doing anything else to, to move forward. We're going to be a joke. We're the, we're the third best team in the division. Like, it's yeah, ridiculous. but that's, I mean, but you, when you look at the division, I mean, that's like, you know, again, you know, same to the third best team in that division that, I mean, look at that division. We're the <laughs> I mean, Yankees and we have, all, we had all this talent, and we still couldn't do anything. We're not making any moves to address areas of need. And it's it's one thing to be like, oh, we're the third best team in that division. But it could be miles apart. Like, we I don't, don't think it's, the, our don't think it's games, miles apart. But we're slowly We didn't win our playoff game because our ace just didn't pitch well. Like, oh. he just shit the bed. He just completely shit the bed. So... It if you're telling me that Cole's going to do that every time in the playoffs, then yeah, we're in trouble. But Cole, everything in the last else two was has done this thing where he's either on and unbelievable, or he's terrible and he's getting shellacked. You know what helps though? You can't pay you know, too much to be doing that. You, you know what helps when you're eight, when you're Cy Young, when like you know when when you're like Cy Young winning pitchers having a hard time or whatever, when you can have the reigning AL Cy Young as his number two, and not lose him to the Seattle Mariners. Not let him get yeah, signed to a seven-year deal. 
for $125 million to the Seattle Mariners. You're telling me the Yankees can't outbid for the rating AL Cy Young? We're the fucking Yankees. Seriously? For, for, I don't get it. I mean, I do get it because I do know why this is happening. But I, it's just, it just for me, growing up as a Yankee fan, it just sucks because it's Hal's money. This is all just, just Hal trying to maximize profit. And it's just him just trying to get suck as much money as he can. He doesn't care about winning. He's perfectly fine with trying out the roster that we had the last few years and the roster that he's going to have right now because he realizes, oh, wait, unlike my dad, who was just crazy about winning championships and he had to make sure he looked good around all the other, he cared. I don't care. I didn't, I, I don't need to worry about that. I'm not my dad. Like, I can just sit here and engross 900 million dollars and have a payroll of 200 million the yankees have like their payrolls like like the, it's like 25 percent of their gross revenue other teams have like an average of like 50 or something like that across the league why aren't why isn't the yankees who's grossing almost more than a billion dollars every year why do they feel like it's not necessary you're already 200 million, whatever, whatever it is. If you feel like you have the second or third highest payroll, there's no threshold. Be the highest payroll. You're already going to end up paying the tax. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? The Dodgers don't care. They want a championship. You know what I'm saying? The Red Sox don't care. No one cares, <laughs> but no one cares but the Yankees. And it's weird. It's so weird why they the care so cares much. Because when the Yankees don't win, then it's the Yankees have the highest payroll. Why aren't y'all winning? That's why the Yankees care. You know, there is a picture still available that I would absolutely love to have on our roster, but I don't think he has any interest in playing for us. And it's my guy, Marcus Stroman. I would kill to have Marcus Stroman. No, I think Marcus Stroman is actually a person I would like to have. Well. I would he's, love he's, to have him. Give me some guy who knows his shit doesn't like he's nasty and he'll tell you his shit's nasty, too. That's we need nasty in our in our lock in our in our clubhouse. Nasty on the mound, nasty oh. in the clubhouse, nasty with the media. Oh. Fuck it, bring it there. No pause. <laughs> Give me all that. Give me Marcus Stroman to New York. I'll take all that. I'll take it. We're gonna move on because we are running long. Uh, are these college co- are these college football coaches fair or foul? The way that in the last week. They're just ditching these schools and ditching their players f- for money that these players will never see. Fair. I may I may be getting the broad end of this on this one, but I think it's fair because the organization can cut their cut their losses at any point and do it as, as they wish. I'm, it's cool to see them do what they want, but in a few instances, like Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma, he's scared to play in the SEC. He doesn't want to go to the conference that plays real defenses and his type of offense won't work. So Lincoln Riley is smart in the sense of trying to escape before they join the SEC to go and take a prestigious job in USC and make USC like good again and make the Pac-12 matter because the Pac-12 hasn't mattered in like 10 years. So good for Lincoln Riley to go that route. Notre Dame for uh, what Brian Kelly to – come over and leave there to go to LSU in the SEC. 
is better for him career-wise because now he gets to recruit the guys that he wasn't able to recruit in Notre Dame because they have more of an academic like restriction and you don't get to have the best athletes all the time and you can get better athletes to go to LSU than you can Notre Dame because you have less because you don't have to worry about getting all these Catholic kids who are smart on your team you can get ballers without their restrictions so good for Brian Kelly he just has big shoes to fill because the last three head coaches at LSU won natties but it's just a matter of like what the, what they want to do and a lot of those players who committed to that coach will transfer so it's not like they can't do that. Like we saw Spencer Rattler once Lincoln Riley got announced as the USC head coach enter the transfer portal. Do I, as a fan of USC, want that? No, Spencer Rattler stinks. So I don't want him. But you're going to see a lot of the recruits switch over and do that too. So a lot of those guys are on their way out anyway, seniors and all that stuff. But you got you got to do what you got to do when you're the head coach there because they can get rid of you as soon as they want. But those players will also make whatever money they want as well, depending on the program they get, because they have the NIL license, and we saw that the head, uh, the quarterback of Alabama made millions on NIL. So, yeah, I'm going to say fair. Go ahead, Ross. I'm going to say fair. It's fair because of all the changes that the um, NCAA has done, um, especially with the transfer portal, and also letting the kids get a chance to make money or monetize their image if this was about a few years ago i would have said this is unfair only because sometimes these kids are tied to their programs and the cultures in which recruit them and for them to look in front of those those kids parents and tell them hey listen like i will get your son to like this particular place whether it be the league or you know, like I'll help them, whatever, and then just dip and bail on them. When some of these players look at them as father figures, it's pretty shady. But nowadays, I'm all for it. It's fair because now I know that the kids can leave whenever they want to, whether they're coach, whether they made that commitment as well, too. All fair and love and war right now. So as long as they can monetize and continue to monetize their, their image, leave whenever they feel like they can, as long as they have eligibility. And the coaches do whatever they want to do because the coaches were doing this regardless. Before, it was just the kids were getting shafted. So it's like, now the kids can leave. So it's like, you know, Spencer Rattler immediately left. He's gone. He's leaving just after Lincoln Riley. Imagine Spencer Rattler, who was learning that playbook, who was well-known for being a stud in that playbook and in that offense, all of a sudden now has a new coach who wants to just be a complete defensive guru with it. His stock tanks. Now he can just go wherever he wants to go. And so I think it's I think it's cool. I think um this is how it should have been in the beginning. And we're in a good place. Who cares if they leave? I care about those programs. They were just manipulating and, and exploiting these kids for how long? Making billions of dollars. So what? The coach that they left didn't whatever they're shocked, they're blindsided. Okay. Welcome, welcome, you know, welcome to the new world. Welcome to the new age. We're all good. You jumping in on this, Anthony? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, they pretty much said everything. I'm not a college football person in any way, shape, or form. That is not my lane. I agree with Roz. It's kind of the way it is. I think it. I still think it's shady, especially in Brian Kel- in uh, Kelly's case because 
they legitimately could still go to the college football playoff and play for a national championship. And he's just up and like, eh, I'm out. If y'all if y'all make it, y'all make it. They could make it. If Alabama loses, if Cincinnati trips up and loses, Notre Dame has a shot to get in. And then what? Then he's like, oh, well, biggest game of y'all life. I don't care. I'm out. See you later. To me, yeah, that's that sucks. But it's a... For for him, it's a better move. I and and the, maybe move. the move is the best the move, move he could possibly make for his career because one, he wasn't a great coach in Notre Dame to begin with. He made I a lot of different. He's the winning. He's the winningest coach in school history. Yeah, I, I, he wasn't very good though. Like that, they also don't play nobody. He's he's an independent conference. They could they pick their 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 schedules every year and he never played real conferences he he very rarely played the sec or the big 10 he always played the acc and the big 12 who don't play defense and it's very easy to look good and last year when he played in the acc because of the short season they got ran through a lot so it's like you're playing a little bit tougher competition uh, and you don't have the best athletes because you have all these restrictions in your recruitment uh you may want to bounce no i'm not saying Notre notre dame's not a bad a good job because Urban Meyer probably is going to leave the Jaguars at the end of the season, go coach there because that is his dream job. But eh, good for him, get out there. But he should still be coaching. ND. He should have waited till the end of the season to, to bounce. He that's should, that's all I'm saying. He that's the waited. shady part. <laughs> he should have waited till the end of the year. Is all I'm saying. Like, like I said, if they make the college football playoffs, that's legitimately going to be the biggest game in them kids' life. And for you to just ditch them like that really to me shows your character shows that you your word can't be trusted but uh that's all i don't care he's shady whatever it's time for dylan's trivia let's go play the music bam james is back all right i got four easy ones you always say that and then they end up being hard if you watched last week you saw they were easy but you probably didn't watch because you're bad person all right james james raz mike and, and anthony mike and anthony you guys are first what nba team won the very first nba game in 1946 he doesn't know it's the knicks correct anthony looked at me he was like what i was waiting for mike i was waiting for mike to answer all right for James Araz, who is the youngest player to record a triple double? Youngest. Youngest. Uh. Yeah. Twenty seconds. Oh, it's right there. It's right there, but it's not there. No, it's there. Uh, I want to say four. We'll do Mellow. That's your final answer, Mellow. Yeah, Mellow. Mike and Anthony, do you have? It's not. It's not. It's not Lamelo. It is not. Mike and Anthony. 20 seconds. I'm bugging. Way off. Uh, 10 seconds. 
Why not? Why not? I, Anthony's clearly stumped. I'm, I'm gonna just go for it because, because why not? Wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Wait. You gotta give me an answer right now. Tay Cunningham. Recorded triple double yet. So, Michael James. Incorrect. It was LeBron James until this player on the Dallas Mavericks got it. Luka Doncic. Wait, how old was he? Luka, he was he was younger by LeBron by like forty days. Days, yeah, days. By like forty days. Wait, how old was he though? Nineteen. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Mike and Anthony. What is the only team in NFL history to never host or play in a Super Bowl? The Detroit Lions. Just sit just sit this out, Anthony. Just sit this out. <laughs> Incorrect. Ooh. The Lions have never been to the Super Bowl. Wait, Dylan, I, 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 I also said host. Detroit hosted a Super Bowl. Come on, Mike. Again. I had the answer, Mike. <laughs> What's the answer, Anthony? Please tell me huh? what the answer is. It's not our turn. It's not our turn, man. James Raz, the only team to never host or play in a Super Bowl. Just like Raz just said, I don't watch NFL, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Oilers. <laughs> To play and host, you said, right? Or host. The Jacksonville Jaguars? Correct. The Cleveland Browns. I was going to say a few about like, Jacksonville won the championship? Jacksonville, no, I think we, Jacksonville has hosted the Super Bowl. Oh, they yeah. hosted the one that uh, the Colts first won. Wait, I have, I have a challenge, though. I think LaMelo Ball actually is the youngest player to ever record a triple-double. Yeah, I don't think it was Luka Doncic, man. I think LaMelo actually ended up at age 19, beating him by days. I will take another look into it, and then I will reverse. I just looked it up right now. Well, I don't trust you. I'll look. I'll <laughs> <laughs> All right. James Arraz, which NFL team has a logo on only one side of their helmet? This is this is a lopsided because Roz is on the island when you talk to the NFL talk. How long has this been on um, a thing? Forever. Forever. See, Mike Mike's getting mad because he knows it. <laughs> I know it too, man. I'm getting you mad. You do not. Don't. Ten seconds. Anthony, you're like full wow. of shit. <laughs> really can't. I swear it is just Oh. Five, um, four, God, I know this, man. Three, three, two, two one. Spillers. Yes! Yes! What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Wow. Yo. Wow. Wow. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. You gave him an easy question. Bing bong. Wow. Wow. Mike was ready. He oh, <laughs> no, he looked at that shit. God. He was looking oh, at that shit. My God. Hell no, he looked that shit up. 
I didn't wow. look up a damn thing. My hands were here. First of all, wow. What a <laughs> wow. Good shot. Shot in the dark. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Hey. I'll take it. That's a Knew that one. Cool, man. Hey, Anthony, you didn't know shit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I think out of everybody here, you have known none of these answers. <laughs> Every week. No, I'm I'm with Anthony. I knew none of you these made, answers. You got it right, though. You got it right. Wait, I did get one right. I got one right. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You, you just took it from me. Next question. Oh, that was it. That's all I got. So what? Technically, yeah, I, technically, I think we won because I think that was one is right. Word. Oh, that's true. Fact check right now. He said, "Let me go to my second screen." <laughs> that was also a shot in the dark, by the way, too. I was just thinking the youngest players in the league right now that are good. Oh no, you guys are correct. Oh, the upset. Wow. The upset. Wow. Lost. Salute, brother. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Nobody. Days. Wait, nobody got a right with the question being asked. Oh, no, yeah. I did. No, but I no, did. I will review it because he. I did. I said Melo, and I said Lamelo's not the answer, and he said no. Oh, you did? Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. All right, yeah. By oh no, by ten days. Yeah, by days. I figured because I remember it was a big deal, and it happened back. I think like early years. Uh, this year, maybe? I'm dancing to um, Dylan's theme music. His own. Wow. This year, last year, I feel like this year. Wow. It was last. It was the beginning of. The, it was oh, it was January. Yeah, so it was like right towards like the end of like last year. Mike. Oh wow. What are you doing? What are you doing? Celebrate. <laughs> James Roz. James Roz. At least I know I've been triumphant in this trivia at least one time. It's oh, fuck my nephew down. This is twice for me. I've been triumphant twice. I'm slacking. I've only gotten three questions right. I need a You've lot. never gotten a single question right. Not one. Not Dude, I, one. I've kept track of all the ones I got right. <laughs> I edit this thing. Huh? I edit you this thing. You haven't got one. You have never gotten one. Well, you clearly you keep editing out the ones I get right. On a few of them, too. <sighs> and I hate you, but I don't hate you that much. That's more work for me. <laughs> That's all I got. Let's get our goodbyes going. Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's go into goodbyes. I think Roz has to go. We'll let Roz go first. Yeah, it's always been a pleasure. Um... Definitely uh, hit me up on Snapchat, uh, Rosmondis, R-A-Z underscore M-O-N-D-I-S. Thank you for tuning in. It's always been a pleasure to see everyone, to talk to everyone. Um, we're getting better and better. This is always awesome and, like, can't wait to see where we go with this and to see a gain momentum as well, too. Thank you very much for all my, all my brothers on this podcast with me. Always make it such a wonderful time as well, too. Um, Definitely hit me up, Instagram, um, Roz, Rozio B more. So R-A-Z as in zebra, I-E-L underscore B-M-O-R-E. Definitely working on the Twitter still. I'm looking for a nice little handle. A few that I tried to came up were taken, so I'm still working on it. But sooner, soon come, I'll definitely give you a shout out with that. 
around the next time. Hopefully, we have this podcast. But be safe, be well, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and you know, like enjoy this upcoming week of of, of sports activities. Mm. Well said, brother. Anthony. Yeah, again, just thank everybody who's just been tuning in, who's just been supporting, you know, episode six, six episodes in, and hundreds more to go, hopefully, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, just again, each week, just kind of want to keep getting better and better and better, just, just hopefully making y'all happy, and yeah, that's it, man, you know, just every, every week, just tune in. And I'll do my damnness to let everybody know that we on and that we here. And we're here to stay for a very long time. That's all I gotta say. Dylan, James, either one. I'll go. Shout out to all the listeners, all platforms, podcast, audio, YouTube video. Appreciate you all. Shout out to the Jets. Shout oh. out to the Nets. Shout out to my guy Keith McPherson from Talking Nets Podcast and WFAN. I met him on Saturday at Barclays. Really nice dude. Came down there, let me take a picture with him. He's tall as hell in person. Didn't think he was that tall, but great guy. Great time. Uh, thank you my brothers on the podcast. Appreciate you all. Uh, till next week. Uh, you know what it is, man. Breezy 5X Twitter, Breezy underscore underscore B I L L Z on Instagram. Shout out to the Triple B's chat. Got some of the fellas hopping on here soon. It's gonna be it's gonna be a madhouse, madhouse when we get some of those guys up here. But um, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the viewership. Shout out to all the supporters. We're getting better at this thing. We're only going to look to be great at this. And I look forward to whatever has come with this. Look forward to it. Okay. Well, I will wrap it up. Shout out to the fellas here, to the bros. Only moving, getting stronger. Shout out to our partners out here that's getting this podcast out to you anchor apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify youtube we appreciate the love like and subscribe on all those platforms and then go to the other one and like and subscribe on that platform too shout out to the team shout out to demigod for the beat told you we're gonna do this every week until he's on the show just to show how much we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, on the socials, I A M underscore MBJ on all the socials. Shout out more hiatus to my wrestling podcast brothers, OTTR. I'll see you guys in January. And yeah, man, we are just getting bigger and better, man. Bigger and better. We'll be back next week. Talking, yelling, laughing. Be on the lookout for our special, special after dark episodes, our versus episodes. Those are coming soon, and we will be. The fellas have kind of hinted to it. We will be getting special guests. 
We do hear you guys. We will be having people on to come argue and chop it up with the <laughs> fellas. It's com- it's coming. Give us some time. It's coming. And with that, we'll be back, hopefully better than ever. And with that, I say good day. Speak order. I just want to say before you end it, man, is that they just said something about the explanation for the foul with Julius Randle from the referee. He said, they said because certain contact doesn't affect me like it affects other players because I'm stronger, they missed the call. Mm-hmm. And that's Speak what I saw earlier. Speak on it. Speak on that. Still Speak on it, because that sounds like bullshit to me. That was crazy. That was, that was <laughs> crazy explanation, but it was a foul, but that's a crazy explanation. But like I it. said, it wasn't a foul. Bing bong. Bing bong.